Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. This holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Take them off like right before we go on. This tradition it feels is it right. like you're surprising Morning. me all over again? Like, oh my god, he probably forgot about it. Oh, I thought yeah. right before we go on the air, let's take our, our I, shirts I off. I think it's more for you to correct me if I'm wrong, because Tony's the uh, the instigator behind Tank Top Tuesday. Is that for the people on the uh, in the chat room? It's like, hey, I wonder which ones, what tank tops they're wearing now. No, it's just we when we first Morning. did it, we were like, hey. Right before we we go on, let's let's unveil. Are you saying that it's a bit distracting? It is. Okay. All right. Well, how would you like us to do? Just have them on. All right. Doesn't need to be pomp and circumstance every Tuesday with us taking the shirts off and guys. He's taking away our fun. Killing fun. He's the fun. (laughs) That's my job. (laughs) You do it well. I usually unrobed right then because I was freezing and I wanted to you know just wait till the last minute. There's already a lot of things going on. Now I got shirts coming off. Yeah, I know it's Tank Top Tuesday. I get it. Four sets of naked arms flying And now apparently everywhere. we're selling tank tops on the website. Uh, we sure the hell yeah, are. sure are. <laughs> Thank you for admitting that you're distracted when we all take our shirts off. Yeah, I got an nice. email last night. I actually saw it this morning, first thing I woke up, from a web dude who says, Hey, guys, tank tops are up there on the website for sale. Okay, I guess we're selling tank tops now. <laughs> oh, look at that, the red? 
Oh no, there's four different oh, colors. Oh, there's all the colors That's of the rainbow. Awesome. So so there's there's all black. There's gray with black lining. There's green with white lining, and then there's red with navy blue lining. They're, dude, they're awesome. They are they are truly awesome. Yeah, I don't know which color I like. It's a limited edition thing. Mm-hmm. So limited run on these. Well, I like the red and blue ones. Available through August seventeenth. So that's next Friday. And that's it. I'm setting everything on fire. <laughs> and that's it. And then Tank Top Tuesday is over officially. So any Tank Top inventory that's left, you're just going to set on fire. And then that's the end of Tank Top Tuesday. There are uh, poor people in Fenton. We could send the rest <laughs> of them, too, if you... I thought we usually bag them up and send them to Africa. <laughs> we can do that. How many kids are... Running around wearing a New England Patriots champion, Super Bowl champions 2018. Yes. Or is it 2017? It'd be 2017. 2017, yeah. They probably will be the champion anyway this year. Super Super Bowl 52. There you go. Uh Yeah, I know. And and they're they're nice colors. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice colors. It looks they they are and they're really good material too. Like it's not like the, hey, this is a cardboard cut out to look like a, a tank top. Yeah, and I, I thought you were gonna say, damn right, classy, mm-hmm. classy tank tops. Yeah, they they're, put they're, those two words together. They are really nice. <laughs> they, they have really the piping on nice. them, you know, yeah. so that <laughs> makes right. it a little nicer. All right, one zero five seven thepoint slash riz. Get yourself the limited edition. Ray Show Tank Top. God, you're hating oh, saying right. that, aren't you? Eh, you know what? It is what it is, Jeff. And that hmm. is fun. Yes. You want to talk about fun? <laughs> why why fun? do I yeah. feel like this is not going to be fun? <laughs> you want to talk about fun? I come in here every day putting my life on the line. Yes. Every day put my life on the line for you guys. <laughs> Thank you. To entertain. I mean, that's entirely not true, but <laughs> things do get hairy sometimes in this business, this business of broadcasting. Uh-huh. Case in point. And this is crazy. This was out in uh, Wisconsin. A guy early Sunday morning walked into a radio station wearing a mask, wearing a hood. Open fire on three disc jockeys broadcasting in the studio. Oh, boy. You said where? This was uh, Madison, Wisconsin at W-O-R-T. The Ward. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know if that's what they call themselves. (laughs) W-O-R-T, The Ward. I'm already a fan of their station. One of the DJs was hitting the tush. He's going to be all right. Do we know what the DJ's name was? I don't, but I don't know what kind of station that is. W-O-R-T. I'm, a, I'm on the website right now. 89.9 W-O-R-T. I, and I really can't tell. Boy, that's, that website is terrible. Well, if you look at if you look at their sign out on their on their building, you can tell that it's not a huge corporation. Oh, a it's, huge community. Oh, no, it's, it's community, community radio, radio, yeah. So it's like a public access type vibe. Yeah, this, the, the outside of the building, the one shot that I saw, it didn't look like it was exactly Fort Knox I don't, to get in there. Yeah, I don't, that so way. a Sunday morning. I don't think that this is like a, it's got like a format. I think it's pretty much come in and do what you want. Let me see. Go to the air schedule. All right. 
It was you on said, Sunday mornings. What time? I don't know what time. Hope it's not the auction show. But it was apparently a guy playing music. It was music. Okay, so I would imagine maybe, I don't even know how to say that. Musica Antiqua? This one. Oh, I don't know what that is. I hope it didn't disrupt <laughs> better you living know what it is? show that's tunes. H-M-O-N-G. That's, it's probably it's ethnic tunes. So it could some kind of uh, ethnic music that goes on Sunday mornings. Or they really misspelled the word hog, one of the two. Oh, no. Nope. That's news. <laughs> Interstate and local news. Huh. Yeah, traditional H-Mong songs and other music. Huh. What is H-Mong? Hmong? Hmong. You know, I bet you it's like a, like a Chinese. like Culture, a... language, let's see, indigenous people of Asia. Oh, yeah, this, this radio. Se- subgroup of Chinese. Yeah. This radio station is all over the place. It literally is like, like here's a sports show. This is folk music. This one here is, uh, this talks about unpopular music. All right, so either, <laughs> either way, somebody walked into this radio station and opened fire. Jeez. Hit whoever was on the air on the tush. Again, he's going to be all right. Take it to the hospital. No other major injuries reported. No arrests. Madison police said they think this was a targeted attack against a specific person and was not a random, like a random act of violence against, you know, the media. And the president of the station, in a press conference, talked about the incident. We don't know why. Uh, that's, that's quite a concern of ours. And we're not quite sure if it's uh, a personal issue or a music issue. A music issue. Mm-hmm. Police did not rule out the possibility that it happened because of their music selection. Hmm. What What could that have been? Who knows? People get wacky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're breaking into a radio station and shooting up people, you're obviously not thinking with the right mind. Yeah. Listen, being somebody who played music on the radio for a long time, yeah, I started here at this radio station as the the night DJ, then I did middays for a long time. People get crazy over tunes. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jeff, you ever play a song that somebody doesn't like and they threaten you? Of course. Of course. People are nuts. People are nuts. Dude, when I first got into radio, uh, I did uh, a small stint at a country station, and I said Tanya Tucker, Tanya Tucker, all the entire every time I introduced not Tanya Tucker, and a lady called and said, "If you say Tanya Tucker one more time, I'm going to come out there and blow your car up." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, over a mispronunciation. So of course, I said it is Tanya pretty Tucker annoying, every honestly, single but... time. She does make a good point. She does. <laughs> <laughs> Although I wouldn't go to that degree right. of, you know, blowing up your car. I'd, I'd smack the teeth out of you. All right. Well. <laughs> Tanya Tucker. Tanya Tucker. Tanya Tucker. Uh, that just sounds so rough. <laughs> it does. It does. What, the Tanya Tucker part? Yeah, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya Tucker. Mm-hmm. Trying to give her a little more street cred. Tanya not blow my car up? <laughs> Usually it's like debuting a new song. You know, somebody will... Yeah, give you a new song. Hey, give this a spin. See what you think. 
play it for the masters, see what they think. And man, <laughs> they don't oh, like him. Can't get that three and a half minutes no. back. I'm going to murder no you. Threats and I'll come to your house. I'll, yeah. Don't make me come down there. You play that song again. Yep. Whoa. Okay. Okay. But somebody walked into the ward, W-O-R-T, shot the guy in the tush. It's terrifying, though. Terrifying. Yeah. Very, very much Terrifying. So. Yeah, it looks like a little small radio station. Yeah, yeah, I saw the outside, little parking lot. Yeah, you saw. You can tell by the building and the little sign. Mm-hmm. That's... Community radio. Mm-hmm. You know, people get nuts over songs. People also get nuts over... Uh, and and we've seen videos of this uh, um, um, at beauty parlors. Their nails done. Somebody didn't do the nails right. Yeah. In this particular incident, this is in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Two women arrested at a nail salon after a brawl started because somebody didn't want to pay the five bucks for a bad eyebrow job. Nothing worse. Nothing, Nothing worse. worse than a bad eyebrow job. Oh, my goodness, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't even know what an eyebrow job is. Is that somebody just shaping your eyebrows? Yeah. yeah there's Imagine a, like a waxing plucking. and a plucking kind yeah. of thing. Oh, dude, it's a just whole a thing. Just waxing and plucking. <laughs> All sorts of ways to do that, too. And, uh, you know, I got big, giant, bushy eyebrows. And uh, a buddy, uh, actually a buddy of Scott and I's, uh, he has some pretty significant eyebrows on him. Mm-hmm. The very first time he ever, yeah, I think he was I think he was dating uh, a gal, like a stylist of some sort. Esthetician, as they call them? Maybe. She waxed his eyebrows. You know, usually do a little bit down the middle, maybe a little shaping at the uh-huh. ends here. He showed up, uh, I think, at one of our friends' weddings. You know what I'm talking about? With I'm talking like quarter of eyebrows. I mean, there there wasn't. Yeah, like, why are you surprised? There wasn't. No, surprised dude, all the time. There wasn't more than twenty percent left of each eyebrow, and they were kind of angled, so he looked like an angry cartoon. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that's a, that's my favorite. Whenever the ladies oh, tend to get them done, and they get them like done over dramatically, it looks like they're always mad. And they're like, ah, this is just the style. I'm like, no, 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 stop yelling at me. Yeah. A- angry like, is I'm not yelling, I'm just, ch- I'm just okay, telling you. Okay, okay, don't yell at me with I your eyebrows. It, I get it. Dude, and he was angry. He was so, he was so bummed. I, I didn't see him sober, I don't think, for a month because he was trying to drink <laughs> it away. He really? Dude, he was so upset. You can't drink your eyebrows away. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't wear a hat. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like, can what color them in. Yeah, I'm going to wear a headband. Karate kid it the rest of the month. I Can bet- you get eyebrow toupees? <laughs> yeah. I bet these two ladies weren't angry. This had angry brow, and they were, like, reorganizing the no. room. No, this was uh, this was anger. This was the- <laughs> Okay. This is terrifying. And by the way, you have one worker hitting somebody else with a broomstick. Yeah. Like two-hand tomahawk with a broom handle. Well, here's what I want to know: who who really started the fight? Is it the person that got the terrible eyebrows, or is it the person that didn't get the five dollars for doing the terrible? I think it was a combo of both. Okay. And if that was me, that would have lasted about eight seconds. Because if I'm mad about my eyebrows and you hit me with a broomstick, you won. Because (laughs) it's just eyebrows after that. You're hitting me with a large piece of wood. You win. I'm I'm gonna go two-handed. Like, beating the hell out of this chick with the broomstick. Mm-hmm. And the videos, I mean, throw the video up there if we could. <laughs> it's Put a tad it unnecessary. Yeah. Just, I mean, just, a ta- just a tad. 
It's five bucks, though. I'd imagine eyebrows take a while to <laughs> to reshape and come. Oh, out. I would yeah, think, the, don't they? Renewable like, resource. Like I, that? I'm the guy that forgets about my eyebrows, and if I do, they can go and go to where like you need a backhoe to to get them done. <laughs> so I can't imagine. Our buddy looked like a Pokemon. I mean, it was. It was I, I'm gonna find a picture of him. It is so ridiculous. I told you to make my face look happy, not pensive. <laughs> now I got this pensive look on my face because of my eyebrows. Look that up, pensive. P-E-N-I-S. That's it. No, That's no, it. No, That's all you need. It auto-filled. <laughs> oh, by the way, I forgot. Yeah, we we shaved the eyebrows off of one of our buddies. I forgot about that. Tour bus, tour bus prank style. So I can tell you how long it takes to to grow back. Yeah, quite a long time. time, an entire tour. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. You shave that. somebody's eyebrows off. Wow. Uh huh. He also saved his move. life. Yeah. By shaving his eyebrows. No, by tilting them on his side because he had had enough for an elephant. Yeah, he's a little inebriated. Um, I remember. I don't know if it's an old wives' tale, but somebody told me that if you shave somebody's eyebrows off, there's a chance they may not grow back. Give me a break. Really? I've never heard that. <laughs> you get one shot. <laughs> one shot at him. Careful, these are the only eyebrows I'll ever have. You get one shot. Uh, it, it has to do with uh, if you've, like, damaged the skin. Yeah, what if we damage What if you damage that guy's skin? Is it worth it? It was worth it. If you if you continuously wax or pluck in the same area over and over again, over time, eventually the hair will stop yeah. regrowing. You ever see like an old lady with their eyebrows drawn on? That's probably why. <laughs> probably yeah. why. Straight drawn <laughs> on. Straight drawn on. Mm-hmm. Like this is a black pencil that I have gone. And it's an upside down check mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go, what's that about? When you see if it's, hi, gra- Grandma. Hi. No. Why are you hi. so angry, Grandma? Hi, Jeff. I'm pensive. Did you look it up, Jeff? <laughs> I didn't. I'm still looking up penis. I'm still looking up penis. Yeah. <laughs> pensive. Hey, uh, engaged in involving or reflecting deep or serious thoughts. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Pensive. Oh, that's a dude whose eyebrows are shaved off? No, but that's how it looked. So it went halfway to the eyeball. Like if you're looking straight, his eyebrow stopped in the middle. She just kept on going and oh, kept trying no, to overcorrect that's your, that's and overcorrect. Oh, that's your buddy who uh, had his eyebrows. Uh, yeah, had the, had the, the I think she is sculpted. Had, had just started the career or something, and he was kind of like a tester. And, you know, most ladies going in there, they're just getting a little bit of wax here and there. And he had these big, giant, dark eyebrows, and she's like, oh, perfect. And she Ooh. just You know what up. I saw once? What are they called? Threading? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This This is my favorite. Yeah, those are tattoos. Yeah, those Just straight lines. Straight lines across the top of your yeah. eyes? Like straight lines. Almost like that's like a, a cartoon. It's like a filter almost. Yeah, what's uh, what's threading? Hmm. I've seen it. I don't know exactly, but they got a thread, and they're going back and forth. Yeah, it's, and almost, taking... it's almost like a piece of floss. I mean, you go over mm-hmm. it. I think it rolls. And you remove and it's just, just pulls yeah, it out by the root. That's... Oh, threading. Threading, yeah. Wow. That is nuts. Why the things you ladies do? I'll tell you what I think. And we appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Thank I you think ladies. a super defined eyebrow is is almost too much. 
I could agree with that. Like, like depends on the ma- face. Managed and how okay. big it is too. Yeah, managed yeah. okay, but like super defined. Like some of them, it's like you do look like a cartoon character. <laughs> but then you got this stuff going on. If it goes wrong. <laughs> That's going to be a hell of a police report right there. I like at the end, there was just one guy that went, please stop. Please stop. If you notice, that was a guy at the end. (laughs) All these women are fighting and throwing things at each other, and then just one guy, please stop. Ladies, calm down. (laughs) Guys, seriously, what are you doing? You have one hitting the other with a broom handle. Ladies, (laughs) stop. Please. I'm not sure I would have walked in and said stop, but. Those oh, Here, fight. grab these pillows. Those shirts are awful cumbersome. It wasn't. <laughs> you could yeah, swing that a... broomstick harder with no brawn. A very unsexy cat fight. <laughs> Pull a shirt over her head. <laughs> yeah, ladies, ladies, this will be better with shirts off. <laughs> Including mine. <laughs> uh, Creepy. Yes. I didn't even say it. <laughs> He's the one who said it. It's not the creepy button. All right. Uh, on the show today, we're going to make our real or fake picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. You guys all check out the talent for this week. I My did. Goodness. And dear God. I mean. It's so funny. Uh, Jeff and I are in the office. And I think I just said, wow. And you go, I guess you're looking at the cans. Because <laughs> yeah. our backs to, are to each other. Yeah. And, and I bet it was cans number three. It was cans number one had me. Yeah, it could have been any of them. Cans (laughs) one had me. It was the initial, whoa. It's a surprise. It's opening up the gift on Christmas morning. (laughs) Oh, whoa, wow. Wow. Thank you, Santa. Yay. I have been a good boy this year. All right, so real or fake picks, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Also on the show today, from Lincoln Park, the bassist, Phoenix will be here. Along with PGA golfer Brendan Steele and a gentleman by the name of uh, Mark Fiore. And they all do a podcast together called uh, Member Guest. And I'm really interested in talking to uh, Brendan, the, uh, the golfer, about. Because he's playing in the championship this week. Mm-hmm. In the heat. In the heat. It's supposed to rain later today, too. What do what life is like on the road, and I'm sure you'll get into that, but with a professional golfer that's not... Tiger Woods. That's not Spieth. That's you know what I mean. Like he's not I one of the household name. Know how's he living? I didn't know. Like when a tournament's done. Sorry, when a tournament's done, I thought they go home for a couple of days. I didn't know they go right to the next city. Yeah, they oh, go right yeah. to the next city. I had no idea. Prepping for that. Course. I thought they had a couple of days off. Yeah. Go, those guys were practicing yesterday. Like, those guys were out there on the course yesterday, walking mm-hmm. the course, taking notes on the driving range over there. I thought they wouldn't get here till Wednesday. But the tournament starts on Thursday. Thursday, correct, yeah. I thought they wouldn't get here till till at least Wednesday. 
You know, they walk the course with the, I had no with idea. the caddy and play it. And all I had stuff, no man. idea. So they'll be in around, uh, what, 7.30? You say, Moon? Yep. Right around late late 7 o'clock hour. All right. Yeah, it should be an interesting conversation. And shouting out today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's Chris Neese out of Union, Missouri. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Chris believes he should be a Team Riz member because he has listened since day number one, since the show began. He is a police officer. And listening to the show makes his shifts go by quicker. And when he works the night shift, he listens to the podcast. Well, thank you, Chris, for what you do out there in Union. And he says he loves when we play good or gross. And he loves when I uh, impersonate Owen Wilson. (laughs) I'm sure you want me to do that right now, huh? (laughs) Wow. There you go. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. (laughs) So Chris Neese is the Team Riz member of the day. Get that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back. We're still trying to get the uh, the phone line. The phone line's transferred over from downtown. Maybe next week. Are they are they giving us a timetable on that? I haven't heard it. I didn't see anything. They optimistically said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the meantime, you got the webcams. You got the chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. Emails, send them over, 1057thepoint.com. No, that's uh, Riz show, 1057thepoint.com. You know, I got a couple emails about the podcast and uh, things sounding a bit different, which is true. You guys are very observant. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the music elements have been taken out of it because of uh, new rules kind of placed upon us mm-hmm. as far as we are not allowed to have any licensed music on our podcast. So the music beds we talk over on the uh, the regular broadcast cannot be on podcast so it sounds a little different and we're working on getting separate things for just the podcast you know with this uh with the switch over with the new company new we're policies. still adjusting yeah new policies but you're gonna see that on all your podcasts yeah it's gonna take a little while to uh, to get everything all sorted out but yeah it's not a hubbard thing it's a podcast thing. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a law thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, even if it's just a few seconds, all has to be has to be gone. So. We got to douche it all out, and then we got to replace it. Replace it with something. So it's a, it's a work in progress, but we'll get there, and slowly but surely, things will be back to normal. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just different. No, no. So if the pot, listen, the content is there, and it's great. Right. It's I'm still going to be ridiculously funny. Uh huh. That's <laughs> all we the really con- need to. That content. We is took still that out too. Oh, terrific. It's one of those things, though, that people, now that you're saying it and they're hearing it, they're going, that's it. Uh-huh. That's it. I knew something was different. I can't figure it out. It was, you know, yeah, you know itching it's, the it's brain. It's slow, you know, sometimes when you have a music bed behind you. My favorite was these, and I saw this a couple times. 
Way to go, King Scott. Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. I really appreciate the... Yeah, I really appreciate all the love and support from <laughs> yeah, yeah. everyone wow. out there. Wow, cool, guys. King Scott screwing everything up. Mm-hmm. Well... <laughs> I was here for. That's I was we, like, poor that's guy. That's why we hired him. <laughs> yeah. To be the scapegoat. Yep, poor guy over hey, we there, We got to change the podcast. Let's get somebody in here. When in doubt, ball. it's, uh, it's uh, King Scott's fault. <laughs> <laughs> those, those replies are the kind where you type one thing and you're like, let me do a different answer here. Be nice. Yep. Be nice. Hey, before we get to the emails, uh, just uh, just a quick note here. Uh, bad news. Uh, Patrico did not make the CBC Hall of Fame. Oh, my gosh. Oh, damn me. That's it, man. I'm I never going to that school. I received a press release last night <laughs> saying that he was not nominated for the CBC Hall of Fame 2018. Is this his final year for eligibility? eligibility? No, so, you are I mean, eligible no. until you, you're even eligible after you pass. So wow. Okay, wow. Good. You're eligible forever. Well, if they elect you, don't do the speech at the school. Do it someplace else, like Terrell Owens Right, did. correct, yeah. I'll be holding it at uh, here. At Chaminade. What does it take? <laughs> if you're not Chaminade. in it already, what does it take? You know what it takes? That's there's, absurd. There's, there's you know, criteria. I'll tell you what it takes. I'll tell you what it takes. Somebody hates A you. massive donation to the school. That is not true. <laughs> Bet you haven't done that one. Stop that. That is not true. How much? I get in my checkbook. Will fifty cover it? I don't. I doubt fifty bucks would be uh, be a. Uh, That's definitely a, true. I mean, I'm sure it. I'm sure it doesn't. It doesn't he's, hurt. He's right. He's right. It's a donor list. No, it's not You're, a donor list because I can listen. Because I can, is a I can donor listen. List. I, I can. I can tell you that it's not just that. Don't defend okay. them. They don't want you, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I'm let the one that I, I can get you into your. I mean, this man organizes the CBC alumni golf tournament. Will you stop you that? Listen, I am I am part of the board that elects the people that go into the Hall of Fame. So did you put your name up? No, I did not. I'm maybe, not going to nominate myself. Why not? Well, nobody else is nominating you. <laughs> well, thanks, man. That's really Why nice not? of I you. I think you should. <laughs> is it secret nominations? I no. think you should be there. No. Has anybody ever nominated themselves? Not, not that I know of. Well, I mean, I that's pretty. Should be the first. That's pretty. That would be a pretty, pretty ballsy move. I know. I know. I know. Like I said, there's, there's some criteria that needs to be met. I know, like, the contribution to the school, whether it be your service or everything, is taken. I mean, it's taken into account. I mean, of course it is. Mm. How you give back to the school, whether it be your time, uh, whether it be you know you actually coming back to the school and being a teacher or some sort of mentor. Every time I drive past there, I see what is it a bomberito building? Mm-hmm. I bet you that guy's in. <laughs> I can tell Probably you. Probably didn't even go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, one of the is it like the bomberito auditorium? Uh, yeah, I think the whole building is yeah, actually. I bet you he's in there. Yep, for sure. Let's see. Probably I'll tell you. Oakville too. Mr. John Bomarito, class Boy. 83. He's in. Of course he's oh, in. Oh, yeah, there he goes. <laughs> what a kick in the ass if I get in before him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you donate. Start, yeah, what if sick. I donate like a Oh, man. Ton of if that happened, I probably, that would be the end of me. <laughs> if Riz got into the CBC Hall of Fame. Hey, CBC, you guys need some bleachers? <laughs> what can I afford? I don't think you could afford anything. <laughs> what can I afford? There, buddy. <laughs> Here's 350 soccer balls. <laughs> Yeah, these balls, courtesy of Riz. That's Hall of Fame material right there. <laughs> I mean, if you, th- I mean, honestly though, the people that are in the Hall of Fame, there are a few younger guys in there. But I mean, we're talking a lot. Somebody of, younger than you? Lot, no, lot yeah, of from same. the class of uh, of forties, fifties. I'm looking at the list, and there's certainly like the is a lot of nineteen forties. Yeah. Oh yeah, nineteen thirty four. Thirty three. 
Yeah, you have to wait till at least 2040 to get in. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there are some O1s. There'll be an O2 in here. There's an O2 in there and you're not in there? When when, when did you graduate? O2? I was O3. Oh, if there's an O2 in there and you're... This Ooh, is next I think I think, think O2. I think the the guy from O2 though. I think he 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 passed away. Oh, oh, oh thanks oh, a lot. Damn. Oh, don't you feel like a jerk? Yeah, <laughs> Shut up, guys. Don't look at me. Oh, here it's we still go. Outrageous I mean, that he's four, not in it. I might be four sun trips in there. Uh, there's brother Dismas Drees, class of 27. He's in. So But he hasn't even graduated yes. yet. 1927. That's a Jeff's year. <laughs> what a jerk you are. <laughs> Are you honestly disappointed every time the nominations come out? I was the first year. The first year I was bummed because I because somebody had and here's the problem: somebody had reached out to me and said, "Hey, I've nominated you." Oh, and you thought there was a chance? And then I I really <laughs> didn't know because I wasn't involved in the school like at that point. And I was now like, you're oh, an active member. You go to the meetings. You help organize the golf tournaments. Yeah. Listen, man. There, there was there Aren't are I people. Sponsoring a hole. You are, yeah. Damn and right. so is so is Jeff's wow. clothing line, Beeline. They're sponsoring a hole. There you go. Jeff's already paid up. Yep. I didn't know I was supposed to pay. Yeah, just give. Well, it to I me. mean, eventually. I mean, everybody's got to pay at some point. You got to remind me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remind me about these things. Is that tax deductible? I believe so. Okay, yeah, it's good. a donation to the school. Not that receipt. that's why you're I'm doing it. I need a receipt for that. <laughs> Dude, I found out yesterday they got a, they got a flight simulator at the school. I'm like this is uh, who awesome. donated who paid that? For that? <laughs> I'm like, which hall of fame? When I was there, we had somebody on this list. I'm looking. When I was there, we had plastic scapels, like to, to <laughs> dissect which frogs. The, which one of the sun yeah? trips or bomberitos dom- uh, donated that? <laughs> I have no idea, man. What is what is CDC? The cadets? Yeah, that's that's right. You got them next year, Tiger. I don't think so, but it's okay. Or the year after. Or again, maybe 2030. Keep reaching for the stars. All right, let's get some uh, emails. Rich Show at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, <laughs> Keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> Mark, you just tussle his hair. Tussle his hair. shaking my head, too, as I said that. I'm not, I can't take that one back, can I? Oh, no. Uh, we talked a little bit about inviting people to your wedding, and then they either show up or don't, or they bring an extra, you know, that sort of thing. I think we all had some sort of horror story on that, right? Uh, this what this is. Uh, let's see here. Oh, they want to be anonymous. Monday show. I heard you guys talking about the weddings, uh, do's and don'ts. Getting married in a little over a month. It's going to be a small twenty-five minute ceremony. Little over fifty people. So uh-huh. very, very, very intimate. Intimate, here. yes. Dinner and drinks following. Fiance and I decided to keep it limited to family and a select amount of close friends, including the wedding party. A very close member of ours is bringing a plus one that we hardly know. I've reached out multiple times to grab dinner, get together, get to know them, that sort of person, and uh, it's been ignored. It's been pushed off. Is it a very close family member is bringing a plus one? Yes. And they and the the couple that's getting married doesn't know the plus one really, and they want to get to know the plus one first because, as I said, they want it to be very intimate to everybody that they know. They know everybody that's there. So just say, don't bring that person. There's all kinds of different issues, I think, on this email, but that's one of them for sure. I've reached out multiple times, grabbed dinner, get together in order to get to know this person a little better, but it's been pushed off or ignored. We've met. They hardly speak and seem a little put off. Members of our own wedding party aren't even allowed to bring a plus one due to us trying to keep the day more personal with people we know well. 
Okay. Then you just say, so you, you say they're not coming. To bring somebody. They're yeah. not coming. So you're giving your wedding party no option yet. Just a guest can bring somebody. To me, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Because the wedding party has to be yeah, there. Yeah, just say no. Am I wrong in uh, wrong to consider saying something? Uh, the, this family member has been known to go through significant others rather quickly, and they that's don't want to look back issue. on that's their wedding even, day and that's have not even an issue. a rando there. What? I, how about this? My brother, who's uh, happily married, second kid on the way, in all my wedding pictures, his girlfriend, who he's not married to. Mm. Is that weird? I don't think it's weird only because, I mean, how often do you look at your wedding photos? Oh, wait a minute. So what you're saying is wedding photos is a different, is girl, a different girl than who right. he married. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's, a l- that's a little weird. Actually, there was a photo that we just recently found in uh, my parents' house that had, like, my grandma and all the grandkids and my girlfriend and my cousin's girlfriend at the time, who are no longer our girlfriends, yeah. were in the picture. And my mom's like, ah. Like, it's, it, it kind of ruins yeah, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why, unless you're married, they don't really ask you to be in any of the photos. Yeah. yeah. And I had one of those moments where I, I had, I, it was when we were moving. Oh, there's a wedding album. Let's open it up. <laughs> and the next time you open it up is the next time you move. And then and then I open it up and I go, ah, that's why you don't have girlfriends or boyfriends in the wedding photos. <laughs> ah. ah, look, there's my baby bro and his beautiful bro. Oh, oh no, that Remember girl. that whore? Dad, who's oh, that? Yeah. That's uh, Uncle Nick's uh, girlfriend. Not your Aunt Rosanna. <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs> Another wedding one uh, on the topic of crashing weddings. Got a good one for you. Husband and I got married and invited roughly 500 people. Fine and dandy. One couple literally whined to me they didn't get invited even though I hadn't spoken to them in years. I feel bad, so I send them an invitation. They show up, eat, drink for free, not so much as a card. I don't think it can get worse. Uh, That or which one do you think is worse, that or my sister inviting her in-laws along with her sister-in-law and her sister-in-law's family, again, eat, drink for free, no card, no gift. Wow. It looks like you just need some new people to hang out with or mm-hmm. some new friends. Yeah. Agreed. Because that's... So they or, bitch. They or bitch you're just a invited. really terrible person. They <laughs> bitch they're not invited. Anything. They show up. No gift, huh? Mm-mm. Mm. Just looking for a free meal and some wow. drinks. Wow. Yeah. Crap. People are ballsy. We had we had a we had a select, I mean, a good handful of people that did not give us anything at our wedding. Oh, we did and it, too, and it's noted. We did too. <laughs> it's oh, noted. Totally noted. Totally noted. And I'm like, I'm like, I can't wait for you to get totally married, noted. you son of a bitch. So like, if you looked at your you looked at your wedding list, like the list of people there, you could go. They didn't give one. They didn't give one. Oh no, there are a couple notables. I felt the same way. Like, like it's not, notables. It, it's not like I had to go through the list and I went, huh. My mom's coworker didn't give me a card or a gift. It was, wow, this person didn't give me anything, and this person I consider one of my great friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like been there. This is somebody that like I would be at inclined my wedding, to give them something. It was somebody on my wife's time. side. It wasn't a family member, and I, I'm not going to out the person, I, even though I should. <laughs> yeah, Jim. But definitely a person that should have given a gift. Again, not a family member, 
Somebody should have. Is it ballsy or stupid? Eyes. It's not like they can't afford it because they clearly could. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and I'm not making excuses for people, but I, I know, or I would hope. I guess maybe maybe this is me just being optimistic and hopeful. But I think half of them that don't do that are just dumb, and they don't know. It's tone deaf. Yeah, I think it's like a, oh, I guess you're right. I did party on your dime. I did eat and drink on your dime. I get it. I get how this works. Mm. I mean, you know, really I don't think, think people a grown think up wouldn't know to bring a gift to a wedding reception. Uh, and I know a few, really? and so do you. Wow. Here, here's here's a here's a here's a good question for you. Okay, God. You get married. You do the whole registry thing. People buy you stuff. Yeah. You're never going to use that punch bowl with 12 cups that hook to the side of it. Yeah. Jeff gets married. You're going to the wedding. You wrap that some bitch up and bring the it and re-gift? sit on the table. Yeah. And if you do that. Is it on their registry? Take, 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 away, take away you feeling bad about it. Okay. Is that okay to do? I mean, it's kind of tacky, but I mean, does he know? Because here's the thing: this is, this is the know? reason I asked this question: is that somebody for our wedding got us like a, a punch bowl, like a frosted punch bowl? Like, I mean, it was nice. Okay. It was probably close to two hundred bucks. It is to this day still sitting. Well, now it's in my storage unit. And just like the uh, fondue set my brother-in-law gave me, and I'm like, oh, this, is, this is this oh, is super nice. That. Somebody, oh, I... this is super nice. Somebody <laughs> would like this. That's a wedding regift. Somebody would yeah, like this. A re-gift. Not us, because yeah, I've never, okay. I've never given a life that way. You know, as long as the other person, right? That's know. what yeah. I'm saying. It's Somebody built, could enjoy this. It's built for that. It's built for wedding regifts. I got. It's a sombrero, but it also holds guacamole and chips. Wrap <laughs> <laughs> uh, it up. Joe, Joe in the chat room says, <clears throat> "So you're not really inviting people to a wedding to celebrate your marriage, but you're inviting them to go to dinner with you and then pay for their own dinner." That's not the point here, Joe. I mean, if you've just gotten to Earth and then <laughs> you don't know anything about weddings or you know how they work and the uh, the you know the social standards, okay, good luck that way. There was a time I found out actually just a few a few years ago, a, a buddy got married. Um, I had a check and a card that I forgot at home, or we took a different car or something, and I ended up giving cash and whatever. Uh, I think we put 150 bucks in like a, a card or an envelope or mm-hmm. something, and I'm sure my name was on the envelope. But, but for whatever reason, they didn't record when they took the cash. That uh, what I, you gave? Yeah, and I found out like a year later that he thought the whole time that I hadn't given him a gift. And oh. I remember going, no, 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 dude, no, no. There was like 150 cash because I remember, I remember getting it out mm-hmm. of the ATM. Yeah. Uh, you you want to see a receipt? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I just remember. So I bet you there's a few occasions where people give something, a check or cash or something, and they're not. So I got to be organized. To be organized and write things down. Next. This is uh, from Derek. Heard you guys talking about the car fire in, on, uh, on the, the podcast. The wife and I live roughly an hour south of oh, the fire. Oh, this is the C-A-R-R fire, the car fire out in uh, Redding, California. Mm-hmm. It's terrible, and I got a news, news story on that. There's also one almost directly west of us uh, in, in another county there. There are two fires that have caused such unhealthy conditions. They are urged not to do any sort of outside activities for uh, the past week, like Unless you're going to work, going to the store, stay inside. 
The past week has left us uh, wiping ash from our cars on a daily basis. Magnitude of the damage it has done to people's properties is just unfathomable. This is just less than a year after the Santa Rosa fires as well. Yeah, it's 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 terrible. Yeah, and and uh, Derek feels like that uh, that prepared guy that uh, wants to grab a bag like an emergency kit just in case. But he says California's been on fire basically for a year. There are a, a, quite a few fires burning. In California. So say when we were out there, there was a fire burning. Last uh, December, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, it was close to the uh, TV studio. Yeah. We're uh, taping Beach Shazam at. Which we're not on this week, by the way. You going to give us a heads up? My kids have been asking. I already told you when. Oh. I told you when. Yeah. Like we, we can't, we can't publicly share the date. And I think one of the main reasons we can't publicly share the date is because of this, like a scenario that happened last week, oh, when it was yeah. supposed to be the Demi Lovato episode, and then all of a sudden they it had to wasn't. flip it. Twin wildfires in Northern California, burning a couple miles apart, grew yesterday to become the largest wildfire in state history. The two fires, called the Mendocino Complex, are being treated as one incident, and it burned. 443 square miles, destroying 75 homes. There are, well, that one, as of Monday, was uh, only 30% contained. More than 14,000 firefighters are battling over a dozen major fires throughout California, including a new one that started yesterday in Orange County, just south of uh, L.A. And that that Redding one, the car fire, that's uh, further north in California. That's killed six people, destroyed more than a thousand homes. It, it's only fifty percent contained. Wow. So that thing is still going. So good luck, guys. Wow. I say California seems like it's always when, when I lived out there. There's always fires uh, during this time of year. God bless you guys out yeah. there with the earthquakes and the fires. Yep. Uh, what do we got here? We got the tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's in uh, our emailer. I think his name was Derek. Said that he left here because of the tornadoes, and now there's tornado fires out there. Yeah, but tornadoes are are few and far between. Yeah. Right. You. Yeah. Well. I mean, do you go? The, from, you talking about the big ones? Yeah. I mean, do you go from tornadoes to fires and earthquakes? That was my first thought. Was earthquakes? Damn. Next. Uh, wife received a letter in the mail today. She opened it up, and a bunch of glitter dumped out. Oh. The letter stated that someone paid money to ruin her day. A picture of the letter was attached, and and I think we've actually talked about you this company it? before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let me see it. Not sure if uh, if this is some poor dark humor or a really tacky joke, but she was quite upset. In my opinion, it borders on bullying. Have you guys heard of this at all? And I think that we have talked yeah, about this company before. Uh, it's like ruin my day or something to that. Well, let me try and flip this here. By the way, with, a, with a glitter tor- bomb, with tornadoes, uh, Missouri averages about thirty to forty a year. Tornadoes? Yeah, just Missouri. Yeah, that is a uh, that's a glitter bomb. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. service. Yeah, it was out of Australia, right? Yeah, I, I'm sure there's a there's a bunch of others now. Yeah, but is it copycats? Is it bullying? Um, it's a bad joke, probably. Is it from your like a friend or something that sends it? Well, I mean, uh, it says someone, be. and and they attached a letter. Someone paid real money to send you this envelope full of glitter. 
They said they hope it gets everywhere and ruins your day. Aw. <laughs> oh, hashtag ruin days. Yep, that'll do it. That's the website, yeah. That will do it. Wow. Boy, that is... That. You do that I to mean, somebody, that is... Savage. Mm-hmm. Is it is it is it a really mean, crappy prank? Yes. Is it yes. bullying? Is it bullying? I don't know because like if I if I sent that to you, Riz, I'd be like, oh, I got him good. But I wouldn't really consider me bullying you. I'd be super pissed. I know Man, you would. I would never do that. Pissed. I like my job. It's spring loaded. Is it spring loaded? Mm, it is spring loaded. Oh, spring loaded. Wow. So you open up the envelope and surprise, all over the place. Oh yeah. my oh, god! Oh no, it comes in. Yeah, it comes in a tube. You can get the spring-loaded one. It comes in a tube, and as soon as you open it, it hits a. Oh, it's like the snake. Ton. Like yeah. a like a snake in a tube. <laughs> right. Oh my god! Which is god. so exciting. Oh, is, this, is this is this the one where like it's got the older man sitting at like a computer? No, this is a different one. And he opens it up, and it's just a, a, a disaster. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's it's meant for pure harassment. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry oh. to be laughing at you. Ruin Day's glitter. Here's a guy opening it. Let's what see. What in the world? They uh, they also have, like, uh, you can open a box, and it's it looks and smells just like. Oh, real, like toots? The real no. thing. Well, no, like, uh, you know, what comes before or after that. Oh, it smells like <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, it's full-blown. Riz, uh, see, look. Oh, you see uh, what caca. else you can send? <laughs> you can send somebody caca, too? You yeah, send caca. A, a, a bag of oh, these. Oh, there's a video of some guy opening so, it. So, oh, so it's upside. It's an upside down. Of, uh, that's not the spring-loaded one, though. No. No, and there's glitter all over the. Oh, there's glitter. It's everywhere. on the outside. Thank goodness he's sitting. Glitter there. everywhere. Next. Oh man. Uh, what's up, guys? Just want to get your thoughts on something. My daughter had her meet the teacher night on Monday. After the visit, the wife informed me that they only get one 15-minute recess per day. For wow. Rubs the wrong way. Growing up, we had two recesses a day, one in the afternoon, one after lunch. I feel that they are taking away from the kids to be kids and are losing out on social skills. 15 minutes, that's it? Yeah, and in the year prior, this school located in the Francis Howell School District installed two large TVs that play videos every day, again, taking away from the kids' chance to just be kids. Am I overthinking this? No, 15 minutes of recess, that's it for the day? That's, uh... We only had one. Yeah, same here. I'd like to know the age of the It was a half hour. It was was after lunch. So you go eat lunch, and then you go outside, you you do your recess, then come in. You come back in. I'm going to assume this is grade school, right? Or middle school? It sounds like it. Yeah, So, and I think mine was the same way. There was X amount of time for you to eat lunch and then go outside and play whatever. Ours was like the kids run around a little bit. eat the entire time and sit in the cafeteria if you wanted. But the teachers would push you to go outside, but oh, yeah. it was just an X amount of time. It was like 30 minutes or something. Ours was like ma- like mandated. Like So if you were in grades one through five, you ate lunch at noon and had recess at 1230. Like you were forced to get out because at 1230, grades six through eight wow. came in and ate lunch, and then they yeah. went outside. I think lunch is only 20 minutes. Yeah, whatever it was. It was quick, but, I think yeah, typically but you, got, you, got, you have another 30 minutes to kind of burn it off. Right. Yeah. Plus, as a kid, you would sit down and just shovel everything in so you could yeah, go outside. Yeah, so you go outside and play box we, ball. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, I don't least. think we ever had a half an hour, though. That's a lot. No. Yeah, man. You think 15 minutes is sufficient? That's ridiculous. Twice a day, maybe. 
I, 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 with uh, throwing food in there too. That's you got no time left. I go eat and eat lunch with the kids, uh, and it flies. It's like shovel it in, and then lunch is over, guys. Well, I will look at their lunch boxes when they get home because the kids aren't allowed to throw out their food at school. Right. What? Yeah, uh-huh. you have to uh, kind of put it back in your lunch box. At least that's what my Why? kids Why? Because they want to. They want your parents to know how much you eat. I don't know. I think that's actually pretty good. Idea. Yeah, it's not bad. So I'm like, what the hell, man? You didn't eat anything because I got no time to. Well, if you get there and you sit down and eat, it's... Yeah, how much are you yakking? Exactly the, uh, the right that, amount of time to eat. Use that mouth to eat. All right, Jeff, one more. What you're yakking. Uh, this is uh, Tammy says, we were talking about Walmart and the school shopping and how crazy it is mm-hmm. for the school supplies this past weekend. My husband found out about a nifty uh, feature here in Troy, Missouri. You order the stuff online, and then they will bring it out to you in the parking lot. doesn't even have to step oh, yeah. foot in the store. Target does that, too. Yeah. Target's so, got specific parking spots. So does Walmart yeah, now. So does Walmart now, yeah. You literally pull in the spot, you call the number that's on the little placard. Yeah. And they come on out, and you just got to pop your trunk, and they put it in. You don't even, you never have to get out of your car at all. And I see, I saw it go down at Target the other day. And wow. I would have to check, but I believe they're not even allowed to accept tips. Hmm. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check that, though. I think that's what I originally saw. Yeah, I saw it at the Target the other day. There's like six dedicated spots just for that. Wow, I don't think I've seen that before. And they're numbered. So you pull into your numbered spot, you call the number, they come out, wow. bring your stuff to you. How cool. It's their way to take on Amazon, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Here we go, Walmart. Do I need to tip the store associate or driver who helps with my order putting into my car? Store associates do not and are not allowed to accept tips, but a thank you is always appreciated. Mm. Hey, what's box ball? That's Foursquare. Foursquare. Oh, is that the East Coast yeah, name yeah, for yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Foursquare. Right. You said box ball? Is that yeah, what you're yeah. 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 Go play box ball. Like, I missed out on box ball. Um, you know, I figured my uh, my Amazon Alexa, my uh, my Echo show, I got one of those Echo shows. Dangerous because you could order crap on there. Mm-hmm. So, Alexa, show me. Uh, my daughter was doing this yesterday. Scared the hell out of me. Alexa, show me. It was these horse figurines. And there they are on the screen on on an Amazon thing. And there's an option, buy this. You press that button, it's coming to your house. Oh, boy. You press buy this, and it's coming to your house. Mm-hmm. It Was it Briar? The horse figurines. I have, I have no idea because that's the that's the I want I don't want to say expensive one, but that's the name brand one that the. People she says, "Can I have this?" About. And I said, uh, "You know, it's ten bucks." So I said, oh, "Let me check this out. Let's see how this works." I pressed bu- I I pressed the button, buy this, and your order will be here tomorrow. Wow. Like that? No. Wow. Are you sure? Nothing. That's a, mine. Mine is set up on my on my phone, to where if I click buy now, it literally is buy now. Like, it's not buy now, and then it goes it's, to the cart, and then yeah, you hit too. minus, now. boop, see ya, here it comes. Do you know anybody that has those buttons? No. That you put, like, on your fridge? Have you seen those? Oh, the easy button looking yeah. thing? Oh, so, yeah. So the, the, it almost looks like a keychain, and you put it, and they have it, like, for certain things, so like, tied. So if I need, like, tied, and, I press the button, and it's ordered. Hmm. This this Echo crazy. Show thing is nuts. Just buy this, boom. Yeah, thing on my phone, I just hit a button, and they go, have you ever, here it is. Have <laughs> you ever drunk shopped on Amazon before? Now my father-in-law did on uh, old the old uh, home shopping network. I've <laughs> never done it. I've never done it on Amazon before, but I I feel it's coming. Yeah, he was good. Now that I know that this is a thing, 
he was hammered and uh, thought he ordered a bunch of pens, like really super nice pen set, and like fish came to the house. What? Yeah, like mail order fish. <laughs> well, somebody <laughs> somebody pulled over a thousand people who have drunk shopped on Amazon before, and the number one thing you should never buy when you're buzzed is a new phone, because according to this poll, it's the drunk purchase you will most likely regret. So the 10 most regretful drunk buys are phones and phone accessories, books, home and kitchen stuff. Yeah, usually the kitchen gadgets. Yeah, look at that thing that can make perfect scrambled Wait, eggs. I could make yeah. I can make spaghetti and strain it with one with one pot. Holy cow. Up until now it was such a pain. <laughs> The, on those, on those, and I've and I've done it. I, I've purchased them that I've gotten rid of already. But on those things, you got to figure out how often you're going to use it. Bacon bowl, yeah, and uh, if it's mm-hmm. really going to work. Because the bacon Wait, bowl thing, I, I'm all about knife, bacon. But it was the worst. This knife could cut through a tin can and slice a tomato. Holy cow! <laughs> I remember the other day I was cutting tomatoes. I went, if I could just get through this can with these <laughs> knives. Guilty. Same oh, here. cool. Hard boiled eggs. This is going to be a cinch. All I got to do is crack the egg, put it in this thing, drop it into boiling water, and it's instant hard-boiled eggs. I don't got to peel the shell. Great. I used them once, put them in the dishwasher, every one of them melted. See ya. Done. Out of here. Probably not supposed to be in Oh, it says dishwasher safe. Oh, no. I guess not. Top rack only? See ya. They were just pieces of garbage. And plus, so you put them in there, you, you screw them in, you drop them in the water, and then all of a sudden your water instantly turns white because they're leaking all over the place. Uh, so I'm like, cool, work. I wanted half of our right, Some more egg. regrettable purchases. Uh, sports and camping supplies, arts and craft supplies, toys, baby stuff, appliance, appliances. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Sitting there watching TV on a, on a Tuesday afternoon, and all of a sudden, I got your washer out here. No. What? What happened? <laughs> I had tequila last night. Your new shark vacuum is at the door. Great. Video games and beauty supplies. And 51% of the people in the survey said they have returned something they bought while they were drunk. But we don't regret everything we buy. The survey also looked at the top drunk purchases people end up being happy with. The 10 best drunk purchases are, uh, are, are musical instruments and stuff for your pets, health-related items. Computers, okay? Man, I gotta get healthy. <laughs> that looks like a hey, great treadmill. Uh, <laughs> man, did you buy a tuba? <laughs> Clothing and jewelry, food, music tools, other random electronics, and Amazon devices like an Amazon Echo. Oh, my God. I just thought about this. I almost m- recently, I mean, this is before I had the surgery, made a drunk Amazon purchase. One night, I got home. We, this was after coming home from a bar. I, I literally got in the in my bed, pulled out my phone right before I went to bed, and I almost bought a ukulele. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, I really want to learn the ukulele. And then the wife goes, you are never going to play that. I go, you are right. And by the way, which alcohol will make you uh, more prone to, 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 to drunk buying things on Amazon? Beer. Gin. Really? Oh, wow. By far. I was going to say whiskey. By, gin, rum, vodka, white wine, red wine, tequila, Beer and then whiskey. Wow. Hmm. I know, just, dude. Just be careful. I know, a yeah. dude. Spent a few thousand dollars, and he would only spend the money when he was drunk on um, uh, what's the uh, the wizard game? Why am I not thinking of this? It's like a, you know, online Dungeons and Dragons. It's it's the biggest thing on earth. Yeah, the um, World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. That's it. He spent 
thousands, thousands of she dollars. Regret that, huh? Over the course of about six uh, drunk months. Oh, wow, wow, that's horrible. All right, thank you for your emails. What's up? This is Tito Ortiz. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So we're just getting word that a uh, play has been suspended over a bell reef. Yeah, I guess the uh, the practice rounds is going are, are being suspended. I mean, that sign says, play suspended, seek shelter immediately. Well, it's not because of thunderstorms, is it? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what it's because of, is the because, rain. Oh, well, rain. But is it, uh, are there thunderstorms in the area? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's supposed to be thunderstorms all day today. But right now, I know all day today, but right now, oh, it's yeah, 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I wonder how early they get out there uh, They get out there to practice. I also bet the seek shelter immediately isn't necessarily for seek shelter like, hey, everybody, you better hide because the storms are coming. I bet it's get off the get off the grass, you know, like well, you also stay off the you fairway. You don't want to get your shirt wet. There's that, that those, too. Yeah, you got it. take a while to dry it, off. So. It's not great. Yeah, the storms are here. <laughs> There's a lot of red and a lot yeah. of green. I'll tell you what, man. With that heat, if I were doing this, if I was a pro doing the tour, I would be out there the minute they said I could. 5.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let well, me, we have a PGA uh, pro coming in in a little while. Brendan Steele along with uh, Dave from Lincoln Park and a gentleman by the name of Mike. Mark. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mark. I do like on their little bio when they describe the podcast. It's Mike Mark. Yeah. It says, you know, Phoenix from Lincoln Park and PGA pro golfer Brendan Steele and Mark. Mark. <laughs> okay. Mark's awesome. All right. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. And uh, Emo's pizza manager was shot in Ferguson on Sunday night. So two people walked into the Emo's. On Airport Road, it's around 1045, pointed a gun at the employees, told them, get get on the floor. One of the scumbags headed towards the office where the manager followed. At some point when they were in the office, a fight broke out, and then there were gunshots. The second robber walked in, fired a couple more times. Then both men left with cash. Manager, he he was hit, he was hit with a couple bullets. And the good news is when the cops got there. The manager was sitting outside. He was taken to a hospital. Police are looking for two black guys in their mid-20s. First one, six feet tall, was wearing a pink hat, blue scarf, black leather jacket, white gloves. Interesting outfit. Mm-hmm. He was armed with a rifle. Do you, do you, did you hear about this guy, too? The manager that was shot? No. Back to work the next day. Oh, really? Just a flesh wound. I would have taken at least two, uh, two, least two, two three off. months off. <laughs> the uh, second guy, they say, had a light complexion, red hat, black scarf, red shirt, blue jeans, armed with a handgun. Anyone with info asked to call the police. And by the way, speaking of emos, they're still trying to find the person who murdered Dave Matthews. He was the one who was shot while making a delivery for emos on Potomac in uh, Tower Grove South on the 4th of July. And the reward for info leading to his arrest, 
to the killer's arrest is up to $43,000. And that's one of the biggest cash rewards that Crime Stoppers has been able to offer in the last couple of years. And that thank, that's thanks to, to friends and family and local businesses. And you could leave an anonymous tip. You don't have to leave your name, nothing. Just call 866-371-TIPS. And that's the Crime Stoppers number. Again, be anonymous. If you have info, come forward, please. Here this is, the first crime using one of those uh, bird scooters that I've heard of, at least. Oh, man. And the bird scooters are the ones you could rent. They're all downtown now. You can rent them. Remember, I think it was two or three weeks ago we had our first line bike, line bike crime. Mm-hmm. Now, line now, crime. We got, now we got the bird scooter crime. So the, the, owner, the owner of a, a food <laughs> truck called Tocos, uh, Locos Tacos, Locos Tacos, he said around 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon, he came outside and saw the back window had been broken out of his uh, Honda Pilot which was parked in front of his food truck in uh, Tower Grove South at Court Louie. So he calls the police, goes inside, calls the police before coming outside to see the SUV is gone. Oh, so he saw the broken window and went, man, somebody broke my window, but somebody was breaking into the car currently. Wow, what if they were in the car? And yeah. Know it? I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know how much time was between him seeing the window broken out and him coming back outside. But the only evidence that that was left, shattered glass and a bird scooter. And cops think that they used a scooter before driving off in the dude's car. In the car, he had $1,000 worth of cooking equipment, a registered gun, and 200 bucks in cash. And they also got the keys to the food truck, so he can't move it. Which, that's, that's loss of livelihood. And this is not this guy's first run-in with a robbery. Last year, somebody broke uh, broke in and stole his generator. And this is going to cost him a ton of dough. And if you have any info, call the police. His uh, SUV is a navy blue Honda Pilot. A 13-month-old kid in St. Charles County rushed to the hospital after he overdosed on fentanyl. And his parents... Joseph and Joanna Caravelli have been charged with child endangerment. According to uh, the prosecutor on Saturday, Joe and Joanna took the kid with them when they went with a friend into St. Louis so the friend could buy fentanyl for another person. So I'm assuming this is a uh, I'll buy you fly kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. In exchange, they were promised six uh, six capsules of fentanyl and a five bucks for gas. When they got home, they both used three capsules. Joseph told police that Joanna was injecting in the bedroom while he was doing the same thing in the kitchen, and their kid was playing nearby. He said he put the syringe away, cleaned off the spoon, threw away the used capsules before playing around with his son. And he went on to say that moments later, he noticed that his son was not doing well. He then saw half of a capsule and realized that the kid had eaten the other half with residue. Jeez. And the two didn't call 911. They actually rushed the kid to the hospital in their own car. And I don't know the condition of the boy. Man. But they also have a 15-year-old son together. It's very, very sad. Yeah. 
Man, we need to clean up that situation quickly. That fentanyl stuff? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so bad. Yep. Uh, police in Shiloh are looking for the fellow who robbed the at 4400 Greenmount Crossing Drive yesterday around uh, 115. And the guy implied that he had a weapon, didn't show one, but he was last seen running from the parking lot of the bank where he got into a white car and peeled off. Black guy, about 30 to 40 years old, about six foot tall, stocky built. Had a goatee wearing a yellow hat, gray striped polo shirt, dark pants, dark shoes. Now, Belleville police are investigating a bank robbery that happened at the PNC Bank on Greenmount Commons Drive right before the Commerce Bank uh, bank robbery. I think they're right down the street from each other. Mm -hmm. Anyone with info has to call the police. You know, we usually uh, associate um, the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia with freedom. But there's also a 35-year-old woman in the area named Liberty Bell. We've talked about her before. I was going to say, this name sounds super familiar. She cannot stop getting thrown in jail. Back in March, she got arrested after she locked herself out of a stolen car. Then while she was out on bond... She was arrested in June for stealing a March of Dimes donation jar. Now she's in trouble again. The donation jar is what I remember. This time, she's in trouble for beating up her public defender. Now, right before a court appearance last Thursday, she attacked the woman who was supposed to be representing her. Oh, great. (laughs) The woman ended up with a couple scrapes and a pair of broken glasses, but she's all right. And I guess she's very dedicated to her clients because she actually got the cops to charge Liberty with a misdemeanor when they could have charged her with a felony. So even though she beat the crap out of her, she fought for her to get a lesser charge. Yes. Okay. Take a look at Liberty's mugshot. Her most recent one? Because yep. I know there's quite a few. There's, well, there's quite a few, but her most recent one... She got a particular expression on her face. Well, I got to type in mugshot because now just a bunch of bells showed up. <laughs> hmm. Not finding it. It's one where she got, she got the face of, mm-hmm. Oh, it's got to be this one. That's it. <laughs> What's that face? That's the... That mm-hmm. You know what that face is? Go that on. face right there is... <laughs> that face right there is... I know this is going to upset you. And she goes, mm-hmm. Go on, take your picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go go on. Take it. Go and take your picture that you need. Go ahead. I get it. All right, Liberty, what I'm going to need you to do is keep your head nice and straight. Nope. And that's it. Then the picture's taken. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> A uh, boil order has been issued for Fayetteville, Illinois, which is in eastern St. Clair County. And the mayor says the town's water system had a pump failure. And he said that everyone should boil their water before. And he did not say when the boil order would be lifted. So that's in Fayetteville, Illinois. Now, just uh, getting away from the local stuff here. You guys know what happened with uh, Alex Jones yesterday? All I know is that a bunch of outlets banned him because of, quote, hate speech. That's all I. That's all I really understand from this. And listen, I think Alex Jones says some pretty far out and wacky things. Look up what he said about 9-11. Look up what he said about uh, the Sandy Hook shooting. 
He's a uh, famous conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know what happened yesterday, Moon? He makes a good living out of it, too. I read that he iTunes uh, pretty much douched all the... Um, all of his content. Right. M- uh, or most Info of it. Well, it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't Apple. It wasn't just Apple. It was Facebook and it was Spotify. He has been banned by a couple big tech companies with Facebook yesterday taking down four pages that belonged to him, including two for his Infowars show, saying that he violated its hate speech and bullying policies. Apple, YouTube, and Spotify also removed his content in recent days. And Twitter is facing calls to do the same. And like it or not, this dude has a big following. Oh, huge. I think over 2 million subscribers to his YouTube channel. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Facebook has been under pressure over Alex Jones for quite a while. But just last month, Facebook said that it sees pages, quote, on both the left and the right, pumping out what they consider opinion or analysis, but others call fake news, and saying, we believe banning these pages would be contrary to the basic principles of free speech. Okay. That kind of contradicts what they did yesterday. Yeah, sure does. Facebook said... Yesterday, that it removed the pages after getting reports that they contained content, quote, glorifying violence and using dehumanizing language. Well, what was said? Do we know? I don't know specifically. It made a point of noting, while much of the discussion around Infowars has been related to false news, none of the violations that spurred today's removals were related to this. And then Apple said it removed five of InfoWars' six podcasts from its iTunes and podcast apps for violating hate speech guidelines. Spotify removed some episodes of his podcast for violating its hate content policy. And YouTube has terminated Alex Jones's and InfoWars' channels, putting up a notice that says it was for violating YouTube's community guidelines. Censorship is a dangerous thing, and I'm not for it. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you believe what the guy says. I don't care if you don't believe it. I hear you. Same here. Oh, but it's, uh, you know, these are private companies. Yeah, but these private companies tout themselves as public forums. Yeah. Well, where, where all opinions, like it or not, are welcome. And who's the arbiter of... Hate speech. Yeah, who's the who's one that's going to make that decision? Is it is it a committee? Is it Mark Zuckerberg? Who is it? This is not something that should be celebrated. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying here. Most people are just going to react and go, "Oh, this Alex Jones guy. He's crazy. He said something stupid. Ban him. Who cares?" But I hate to use the term, but it can be a start of other things. Sure, mm-hmm. a slippery slope. Oh, yeah. That's the slippery one. slope, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Um, I mean, so you take Alex Jones. You know, his stuff down. And, uh, you know, who's got a song, F the Police? Why is that still up then? Mm. Yeah. You, you have a million examples on either side. And I find it kind of odd that all four of these entities, Spotify and Facebook and, and, and YouTube, did they collude to do this all around the same time? No. I don't know, and and I'm looking, and they don't it just, really. It's just odd that that four giant companies, within a day or two of each other, 
douche this guy's stuff out. Yeah, and I'm looking and I'm trying to dig through and see if like there was something he said that kind of set it off. There's really like no specific thing. It's just what he says is not okay. Like, and that is not and okay. And the guy says some wacky things. He really truly does. That might have been a follow the leader type thing too. Well, we hear Facebook's doing it, so we might want to get on board on this so we don't look like we're right because you know we're too far behind. I or- don't know, but four giant companies like that. It's it sounds like a little collusion to me. Oh yeah, I could be wrong. Are any of them owned by parent companies? The same. They're all independent. They're, so they're these are all independent from each mm-hmm. other. None of these are ones that bought each other or anything. Nope. Huh. Nope. I I I censorship is just a to me is a it's not a great thing. I don't know if this is real, but somebody on Twitter was saying that he was banned for talking about burning transgender people and shooting mainstream media people. Is that true? I don't know. But nobody's nobody's. I mean, really I, I literally typed in come out and said Alex Jones banned, and, and like you would think that would come up one of the first stories. There's nothing about for it for that not to be a big surprise. I mean, if you're condoning violence, okay, I get that. I'm all for throwing you off for doing that. Yeah, hate speech is not protected speech. So if they're doing it because of hate speech, actual hate speech, which again, if you know the character and you know the history. Is believable. You know, all they got to do is cite what hate speech they're talking about. Hey, did you did you read the Facebook quote? What what where, got him banned? The pages were removed for glorifying violence, which violates our graphic violence policy, and using dehumanizing language to describe people who are transgender, Muslim, immigrants. Well, what did which he say? Violate, I, it, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say what he said. I don't know. I saw a tweet yesterday from Comedy Central, who, and they were. Uh, which was kind of odd from Comedy Central. They tweeted out kind of celebrating this. I'm like, man, Comedy Central, who's the home of all these comics who kind of ride the line when -hmm. it comes to what people think is tasteful and what's not tasteful. I don't think this is something that should be celebrated. But that's it. I don't think think we've heard the last of this either. Oh, gosh, no. He's way too big. Yeah, again, the guy had 2 million subscribers to his YouTube channel. I don't think this guy's going to go away quietly. I don't think he does anything quietly. <laughs> no, and, and listen, people are like, well, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a private company, and the private company could do what they want. Yeah, but it's a private company who touts themselves as a public forum. Right. Listen, and we, we could say this right now. We are not in any way, shape, or form defending Alex Jones. We are defending censors. No, no, no. Like, I, 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 you don't have to speak for me. It's not. Well, you're not defending him. No, I mean, I, I'm saying the guy says some wacky things. I'm defending the guy's right to say what he wants to say. Right. right. That, that's what I just said. Believe it or not. Yeah. I, I, it's a big story. And as somebody who who talks on the radio every day, you know, four hours a day, five days a week. Censorship is a scary thing. Yeah. It's got to be on our radar. That's for of sure. Course. Yeah. Of course, you piss off the right person, you're gone. And that's the way it is. Yeah. You know, it's not a left or a right thing. It's a censorship thing. Any other thoughts? That's basically it. Yeah. Uh, moving on.
Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back. You know, it's nice to look out the window and see that it's raining. <laughs> yeah. It's raining hard. Not because of the rain, because I could see that it's raining. Yeah, we were taking everybody's word for it. We were taking a computer's word for it before. Yeah, just two weeks ago, I would have no idea. <laughs> I'd look on the TV and go, ah, oh, it's raining. Wish I could see it. Now I could see it, and it's pouring out. So they uh, suspended play over at Bell Reef. They don't like playing in this? No. No, I don't think it's uh, this is not good golfing weather. <laughs> it looks like it's cold rain, too. Doesn't it look cold? Yeah, it looks like it sucks out. Hey, you've all heard of uh, pheromones before, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I asked you what a pheromone is, could you tell me? You've heard of it. You know, I mean, you've heard somebody refer to a pheromone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chemical but scent. It's the chemicals we sweat out. And they're, they're a big part of what makes different people attracted to us. So this is taking it to the next level. And this is gross. And there are now something called pheromone parties. Pheromone parties, before you go to one, you're supposed to wear a shirt for a couple days, get it nice and sweaty. And then you you put it in a bag and you take it to the party. And then people take turns smelling everyone's sweaty shirts. Gross. (laughs) Why? You're disgusting people. And then they mark down who they're attracted to. And after uh, after everyone's done smelling... You get to see whose shirt is whose, and and then you could talk to the people whose scent you got, you know, you got that you like. Okay, I don't know what happened to bonfires and <laughs> card and nights. just drinking and hooking up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come on. The best thing would be is you just walk in and you go, you grab a bag, you go, yep, I'm out. This is terrible. This is horrendous. <laughs> How about a beer goggles party? I like that. <laughs> This How sounds about, disgusting. I think I'm kind of on the same page as Jeff here. How about just a party? Yeah, if the party goes well, you're going to well, know about you know, the pheromones later. You know what I'm saying? You'll everybody get loves themes, Jeff. You'll get the pheromones later if it goes well. A, a woman who uh, recently hosted a pheromone party in San Francisco says it's, quote, a, a different take, take on mating. Ugh. So visceral and subconscious. And sweaty. Don't forget sweaty, mm, guys. And, and gross. Don't forget. Stinky. <laughs> the worst. Well, I'm looking for a mate, so I want to know what you smell like after you do yard work. I'm so happy that we have so much in common. We'll, oh, we're out. We've well, all opened sorry, up. This is over. We've sorry. all opened up a hockey bag before, oh, right? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I used You've to carry the inside of a inside of a hockey glove. I used to carry mine in my car just because I loved the smell of the uh, hockey bag. You've got to be kidding mm, me! Great, great memories from being a child growing up. <laughs> loved it. That's why yeah. you go around to different rinks stealing kids' hockey bags. <laughs> Is that their nicknames? <laughs> that's, you said hockey bags. That's hockey bag over there. That's like uh, kids. sweaty hockey shin guard. <laughs> and uh, finally, in your news, are we so desperate to find a tiny bit of extra pleasure in our bleak, bleak lives that we're hunting for gratification like this? Apparently, people are getting more and more into holding their pee so that when they finally go to the bathroom, it feels extra good. You got to be kidding me. And it's nickname day. Oh, no, it's not. There's a nickname for it. It's called a pegasm. You got to be kidding me right now. <laughs> Get the f out of here. 
But now that pegasms are getting more popular, doctors are warning you not to join the trend. Because if you do it too much, you could develop a urinary tract infection or maybe even permanently damage your bladder. And while we're talking about it, this is a good time to remind you that you shouldn't do the opposite and hit the bathroom all the time for just-in-case peas. That can shrink your <laughs> bladder, so you'll wind up having to go a lot more often. In other words, guys, ready for this? You, are you ready? If you're, if you're going to you, tell me, if you're going to tell me that I should go to the bathroom when I have to go to the bathroom, I'm going to tell you you're crazy. What I'm telling you is, if you have to go to the bathroom, just go to the bathroom. Oh, oh my God. God. This, guy, this guy. He's nuts. You're, you've lost it. Dr. Riz. Mm-hmm. Just go. So if I'm sitting here and we're having a chat. Not I, there. Not no. like don't go currently where you are sitting. But if I feel the need to have to go, let's say, number one. You can get I up. should get up. <laughs> excuse yourself. The polite thing is excuse yourself. Mm-hmm. And then just go to the bathroom. And then just go to the bathroom. Release it into the toilet. (laughs) That's so weird. And then release and flush if you could. (laughs) And that is your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. And here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, Don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Marcelo Zuna shined against his old club last night, Miami, getting three hits in his return against the Marlins. Also, Luke Weaver went six innings. Looks pretty good for the Cardinals. Unfortunately, it was not enough. With a man on first and second down, two to one, Yadier Molina hit into a double play. End the game, and the Cards dropped game one against the Marlins. Game two, tonight at 6-10, Miles Michaelis gets the start. Uh, former Cardinals pitcher and outfielder Rick Ankiel announced yesterday that he is planning to come back in 2019 as a relief pitcher. He last pitched professionally in 2004. I uh, made his debut in 2000. After an injury, he decided to become an outfielder where he literally became probably the best arm in baseball. Wouldn't you say, Jeff? Oh, I mean, absolutely. it was unbelievable. Uh, his last major league appearance came in 2013 with the Mets. He's 39 years old, and he just pitched in this thing called the Bluegrass World Series, which puts uh, college baseball players against former big leaguers. He pitched one at bat, and he struck the guy out. And apparently he's been training oh, he to got throw. The, he got the itch. Well, hold apparently this has been thing thirty nine. As a relief pitcher, I mean, if he's got the command and he's got the speed, there's Why probably not? a team out there that's gonna that's gonna want him. By the way, this coming Saturday up at Car Shield Field in mm-hmm. uh, in O'Fallon, where the Rascals play, myself and Moon and Jeff playing a little softball with some uh, with some former Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So are you are you definitely on my team, Vince that's, Coleman? That's what yes. I was told. He is. Coach, with Coach Coleman. That's right. I was. That's what I was told. By the way, when you meet him, he loves to be called Vinny. Vince Coleman he loves hey, to be called Vinny. Yo, Vinny. Vinny. Yeah, do that. I'm gonna battle Coach for a leadoff spot. And you're I, is he playing? I don't know so, if they're playing or not. Uh, I saw I saw an interview with him recently, and he looks like he's held together pretty well. And, yeah, uh, same thing. Jeff with is on uh, team. Well, she, David Eckstein, he's got to be in his late 30s. I would assume. Yeah. Or f- I would assume. He's not 40 yet, oh. is he? I look look it up. I, I would, I was MVP in um, 06. 06. He could have been late 20s. Here's the thing. I need to practice. <laughs> I'm going to need to practice. I have Just an answer my on glove. the age. 
Yes, how old? 43. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I believe he's married to a St. Louisan. Or no, okay. is she the one that's an actress? She's I'm the not one that's sure. an actress, yeah. Uh, Round, round two, day two of uh, practice rounds over at Bell Reeve have currently been suspended due to weather. I don't think they're going to get much done today because uh, it's a raining. It's a raining hard. All right day? Now. Pretty much. Storms pretty much all day. Uh, we officially have the date for the next Conor McGregor fight. He will be taking on undefeated lightweight champion. I'm going to destroy this name. Khabib Nurmagandev. Not even close, but. Okay, how do you say attempt. it? I don't know. What's, let me see. It's Nurmagandev. Oh, he's the guy that's uh, one of the co-hosts on uh, American Ninja Warrior, right? No, that's... Uh... Ah, yes. Okay. Nurmagandev. Yes, thank you. <laughs> the fight will be at UFC 229 on October 6th. People are saying that the match between the two is by far the biggest match in UFC history. Connor's last fight, not including the boxing match against Floyd Mayweather, was November of 2016, where he beat Eddie Alvarez. Uh, NASCAR chairman and CEO Brian France announced yesterday that he is taking an indefinite leave of absence after his arrest in the Hamptons on Sunday, where he was charged with driving while drunk and criminal possession How of oxycodone. How he doesn't have a driver is amazing. It yeah. is truly amazing. Police found the head five. Of NASCAR doesn't have a driver. You got to be kidding me. They found five oxycodone pills during a search. Also, his blood alcohol content was more than twice the legal limit. Uh, he has been the chairman since 2003. 13 North Carolina football players, including their quarterback, have been suspended for at least one game after they were caught selling school-issued special edition Nike Jordan shoes, which is an NCAA violation. The school self-reported this back in January, but now the suspensions are coming. And what's funny is, out of the 13 players, a lot of them are the same position, so they are going to stagger these throughout the season, but they are going to be missing one game because of selling, which is so dumb, selling these uh, special edition Nike Jordans. Here's what else is kind of crazy is the Hall of Fame currently considering a requirement that candidates going into the Hall of Fame must be required to show up to the ceremony, sort of like the anti-Terrell Owens, what he did yeah. this past uh, this past Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And they're not saying that they are uh, not supporting Terrell Owens, okay? Some of them supported him. A lot of them didn't. But most all of them are saying, we don't want this to become a trend. We don't. We, we we would like as many people that are being enshrined to be there at once. So they don't want this to become a thing to do. So uh, they are saying that they would all vote, and hopefully uh, this will be something that goes into effect next year. And that is uh, all members that are going into the Hall of Fame have to uh, uh, showing up at the ceremony. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of The Riz Show. All right, today's headline Hoosier story comes to us from Enola, Oklahoma, which is about uh, 30 miles east of Tulsa. We're in full view of several people. 29-year-old Tyler Schlosser made love to a pony. All right. In a field. I was going to go crocodile, just so you know. <laughs> Responding to a 911 call about a, quote, man having sex with a pony, deputies got to the field around 845 Wednesday morning. One witness told police that she observed a white male, full nude, standing in the field having sex with a pony. A second witness with her daughter also saw naked Tyler standing behind the pony and what looked like he was having sex with 
When the woman's daughter started to video, Tyler stopped what he was doing and started walking towards him. Tyler arrested for indecent exposure and committing a crime against nature. The video recorded by the daughter was turned over to sheriff's investigators. There you go, from Enola, Oklahoma. Tyler Schlosser, you are today's Headline Hooge. You want to uh, turn on those webcams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, because we got our first guests, guests ever in our brand new studio. So we got Dave from Lincoln Park, we got Brendan, PJ Golfer, and uh, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Always. That happens all the time. That's how we introduce ourselves as well. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, and then Mark. And then Mark. (laughs) I'm still working on my resume. (laughs) Welcome, guys. Thanks. So uh, you guys have a podcast called uh, Member Guest, and we'll get to that in a second. But, you know, Brendan is uh, competing in the uh, championship, PJ Championship this week. And I guess you're not golfing today. Yeah, at least not right now. Um, I was telling Moon earlier, I really I enjoy it when the weather's like this because it means that nobody's getting a jump on me when I when I don't want to work. So ah. <laughs> um, right yeah, it's now, all even. it's the guilt-free session <laughs> this morning. So. So this works out really well for us. See, I was always under the assumption that, because there was, the, I was watching the Bridgestone uh, championship uh, this weekend, and I thought you guys would like go home for a couple of days, maybe come back on like a Wednesday. Hey, if you want to meet up on Wednesday? We'll sure, do a little yeah. golf on a Wednesday. Tea time next, Thursday morning. Next, Let's just get there Wednesday night <laughs> for the next event. <laughs> I didn't realize you go right from one city to the next, like that Monday, to start playing. Yeah, I mean we uh, we were here Sunday night. You know, got in about 9.30, and then we were out working yesterday in the morning. Uh, had Dave and Mark walking around in the heat yesterday and trying to help me with my game. So Yeah. Um, but we're, we're always working, so there's there's no real off time. You just keep rolling from one to the next. And did you guys all, like, meet because you guys were all golfers? Or you, how do you guys know each other? Mark and I grew up together, so we've known each other since we were five from youth soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mark's had to put up with me for for quite a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, he's he's been putting up with my my shenanigans for way too long. Brendan has had a little easier route, going with me at least. Right. Uh, we met handful actually at a Lincoln Park show. We had a mutual friend. He was like, "Hey, you know, Lincoln Park's playing in New York. The tour at that point was in New York." He said, "You want you know, reached out to Brendan. Do you want to go out and see them play at uh-huh. uh, Jones Beach, right?" Yeah, and so Brendan came out to that. We met there and then kind of put it together that we lived 10, 15 minutes apart and kind of said, hey, look, you know, when we're back home, if we have any, if the schedule's ever, the world's aligned, the schedule's aligned, we're both in the same place, same time, let's try and figure that out. And so we just started hanging out when we're back at home. And then I started dragging him in all sorts of silly stuff. Well, there we go. Brendan, <laughs> Brendan's like, let's let's go golf together so I could show off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to do normally. Let's go be, Dave, you said, let's meet at the music store yeah, well, so I could show off. Hey, I was like... We could go down to Guitar Center. Yeah, that's we right. Could, let's play like a $5 match on base against sure, each other. Yeah. See how that goes. Right. Somehow I always end up competing with guys like Brendan and things that I'm not very good at. Yeah. And somehow that always involves money. And so we're right. like, why am I, what am I doing wrong here? That what? How can I figure out how to play competitive? I mean, even if it's a Guitar Hero, how can we play, 
How can I make money off this? Yeah. Yeah. How do you get mulligans and Guitar Hero? You know, we'll play. I'll give you a handicap. We'll play like for five dollars a game. Mm -hmm. You know, and at the end of it, I'll just collect, and you can feel like, well, I guess he's supposed to win. Right. So I wouldn't wouldn't want to play against Moon though. As far as uh, we're not playing guitars against each other. Oh, give me a break, man! I'm you know I'm 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 just real good at making it look good. (laughs) It's all show. You know, I've started taking some shredding lessons, Dave. Just so you know. <laughs> I'll be out there. I didn't, I didn't want to accidentally undercut there. you there. I'll be I out think, there soon. Not once has he ever said, I'm going to guitar lessons. It's always, I'm going to go start shredding. <laughs> I'm going to go learn how to shred. Yeah, my guitar teacher, we don't just, you know, noodle around. We shred. <laughs> I actually have a roadie come in before I get there every day and set me up. My geet fiddle. And I actually break every guitar when I leave. Yep. So that's that's the style I go. You're well on your way. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're both ba- smoke on the water is over with. Just everything <laughs> is lit on fire. We're both back and forthers though. We do a little guitar and then a lot of bass. And then a lot of guitar and then a little bass. It's kind of back and forth. I was we were just talking about this the other day. I, I had gone out, uh it was actually I was just on vacation with my family in, in Utah. We'd been hiking around Zion, we'd gone to Bryce and doing all this kind of stuff. At the end of it all, we end up in Sundance, and Mike Shinoda from from the band is playing a solo gig there at the Love Loud Festival, and we had been hanging out that whole week, and he's like, hey, why don't you play a guitar in a song, you know, during my set? Yeah, I saw pictures of this. Yeah, and so I'm like, okay, that'd be awesome. So we're literally in our house that we were renting the morning of, and he's showing me one of his new songs, like, oh, here it is, you know, this and this and this, and then transitions to this. We're, we're on one of those acoustic guitars that I probably should have lit on fire and mm-hmm. broke after playing it. I mean, this thing is just, we can't even get it in tune, let alone play on it. But that's what I'm learning it on. At the end of the day, whatever we go, we run it once in the dressing room. <clears throat> I go out and play, and then I'm playing it. I'm now playing his guitar or whatever at a stadium show for this festival. The caveat to that is I'm not a very good guitarist. I can play bass. You know, I, I grew up playing instruments or whatever. I can, I can write on guitar and I can get by, but I'm... I'm a me- I'm I'm better than mediocre, but I'm not great. I, like, I love the modest. I could just you know a little bit on on guitar. Yeah, it, yeah it's <laughs> not. It's, you could probably do better than ninety nine percent of everybody on earth. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would say maybe, but I still should not necessarily be playing guitar in a stadium show. Mm. That that's the end point. Is that I'm just like at the end of it, I was like that could have gone really really wrong. <laughs> and I'm like kudos to Mike also for just being like yeah man just come up and play it and he knows he knows my level of guitar too I just want to go back for a second and and my perception of you know a a guy in a a huge band like Linkin Park going on vacation every day's a vacation for you yes what's vacation well sometimes you gotta take a vacation from the vacation Uh (laughs) uh-huh what's vacation you know like (laughs) I get up at 2 30 every morning okay and when I go to Mexico that's going on vacation see so you're implying, or you're at least calling what you're doing now here work, right? Sure. This is not work. We've got, yeah. we've got, my point, we got tank top Tuesdays tank going top on. Yeah. Yeah, you sure got is. I did my research. <laughs> <laughs> we got, got all kinds of fun stuff. This is not sure, work. Sure, this is, the, the, the hours stink, but. The hours are tough. The fun, you know, the fun is getting together and talking with your buddies, and that's what I'm sure your podcast is. Yeah. Which is called Member Guest. Right. And why, why'd you guys, guys get started with the podcast? Yeah, why did you guys idea get started with that? Dave drags us into everything. So Dave, Dave actually brought it to me, um, and I said, "Yeah, I'm totally in." And he's like, "We got to talk to Mark. I know Mark's gonna be a tougher sell." So, um, and then Mark has to do all the work. So that's mm. why it's always a tougher sell for Mark. But uh, this was all all Dave's idea, and and I just thought it would be a lot of fun to sit down and and do something that wasn't directly related to myself, mm-hmm. because everything I have to do with golf is 
all on me. I mean, yeah, I have a caddy oh, yeah. and a coach and everything, but at the end of the day, I can't look at it and be like, you know, my teammates blew it today or, you know, some it's somebody else's fault that I played poorly. So it's it's fun for me to do something that's more creative mm-hmm. and then, then do it with, with good friends and, and that's that's more of a team atmosphere too. So about an hour and a half you got just uh, swapping recipes? Is that it? <laughs> Pretty much. It, it's a lot of cooking. <laughs> You do have a segment on whittling as well, right? Yeah, just uh-huh. a little, yeah, a tad of whittling. I, I like—I don't know if you picked up on it, but I like how Brendan described it. And it's basically, to me at least, sounded like if something goes wrong with the podcast, at least he can lean he's on got, other people. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I heard more that he's got people to blame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you screw up a shot, it's on you. Yeah, I mean, I blame everything on the podcast on on Mark or Dave. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can't be my fault. Obviously, I would carry the show. Sure. Well, you could blame your caddy if you get a. If you, if you have a bad shot, right? Yeah, I mean, we do always say that if if it's uh, left or right, that's your coach's fault, and if it's short or long, that's your caddy's fault. That uh-huh. makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Wrong club. This Damn world it. is full of excuses. <laughs> yeah. So on a day like today, uh, Brendan, so you get uh, you guys may get practice in, in today. So what's the typical? So this is a big, cha- you know, big major for you guys. What's the typical week look like for you? Everybody does it a little bit differently. Um, I, I like to to make sure that I get enough rest because you play last week, you come here, you play this week, you get out and play holes every day. You know, we played nine holes yesterday. We're going to try to play nine today and nine tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's easy to over-practice and overwork. And by the time Friday, Saturday, Sunday comes around, now you're tired. When you're tired, it's harder to play well. So, um, Oh, I did, so fatigue does set in? Yeah, fatigue oh. is huge because the, the days are really long. Um, I mean, if I have a tee time at – at my tee time on Thursday is 145. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'll be at the course at maybe 1030, something like that. I won't get out of there until 730. So wow. it's, it'll be, there's a lot of work that goes into it as far as like warming up, um, you know, getting your body ready, getting your mind ready, all that kind of stuff that goes into it. And then maybe some practice afterwards as well, if you didn't like how things were going. So those days can be really long. Um, and if you're not taking a day off throughout the week, like we started again, we played Sunday and then started again on Monday, so um, you can just wear yourself out, especially if it's hot or or tough walking if it's wet. Are you, you know, wa- so on practice days? Are you walking? Or are you taking a cart? Yeah, we're walking. There's there's no carts, unfortunately. Hmm. So That's that- a legit question. Oh, absolutely, is a legit question. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. talking about being tired. Yeah. Okay. Got to walk a lot. Absolutely, don't yell at me. I was thinking <laughs> well, you may think that's a silly question. I would never think that. What about, about the, you, what sir? about the guy that that works here who, when he goes golfing, he uses it to exercise. He tees off. Puts the bag on his shoulder and sprints to every ball. That's how he plays That's the great entire for your round. Heart rate, by the way. Yeah. I, so when you try to calm yourself down, I don't think he would have done that yesterday. I, I don't know. <laughs> we've not. we've seen him do it in in crazier temperatures, and I mean, yeah. he is not he is not young. Yeah, he's older than all of us. Yeah, yeah. You, you got your heart rate up. You know, aren't you supposed to relax yourself? Right. So you're supposed to get you know get over the ball, relax yourself. Yeah, I mean, ideally, my heart rate's always going through the roof a lot it- of the time. So it's we've actually talked about it before. Dave's told me like maybe maybe you need to do something like do ten push-ups before you hit a <laughs> hit a shot in practice to try to you know get that heart rate going and, yeah, and try to feel the that. same kind of things. It's actually not a bad idea because you it's amazing what the mind can do to you. You know, mm-hmm. you you get out there and and you really want to hit a good shot. You really want to make a putt, and next thing you know, you're like really really nervous. Your heart rate's going crazy, and you're, and you're trying to be steady and have this nice little touch and there's you know tons of stuff going on so uh that can be really really tough so if you're playing in a big tournament like this how do you calm yourself down even i'm sure you got the jitters you know first hole first day got to make the cut you know a lot of pressure on you how do you calm yourself down 
yeah, sometimes you don't. And when you don't, you don't play well. Um, you have to do all the cliche things. You know, it's the one shot at a time and stick yeah. to your process and do all that stuff. They're cliches for a reason. It's, I mean, that's a bad answer, but that's that's really what it is. If you can get out there and just focus on the first tee shot um, and, and try to really pick a good target and make a committed swing. I mean, we always say that balls and attitude are the two most important things when you're Jeff playing. Jeff always says I that. I always say that. <laughs> <laughs> It's on, my, it's on my grinder profile. Yeah, actually. I like that. Balls and attitude. Here we go. Balls and attitude. Call me. <laughs> well, because everybody's good, right? Everybody in this tournament's a great player. Yeah. So if you got more balls and a better attitude than somebody else, you're probably going to beat them. That's right. Is Do this you know- golf balls? Yes, golf balls. Okay. Yeah, I just, go with that. Yeah. I put a hundred balls in my bag and made Christian carry it. <laughs> Do you uh, Do you know who you're teamed up with? Uh for the, for the first uh, first round, I do. Yes, uh, Kevin Na and uh, Adrian Otagai. Mm. Oh, he he gets Spanish handsy. Guy. He gets handsy because Stop that. I read that yeah. about him. I just read it actually. Yeah. That makes Stop sense. That. Is it? A, can I ask a quick question about uh, like the actual rounds? Like when you hear who you're going to be going with, like you're going to be playing with, do you get nerves if it's somebody really, really, really huge? Like a really super popular, like really super, you know what I mean? Like, like a big like, name, like Britney Spears. Like yeah, like Britney yeah. Spears. <laughs> You're playing with Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Last time you I played with Britney, head, I was yeah. I was really sure really nervous. <laughs> yeah, that that can definitely happen. I was I was paired with Dustin Johnson this year um, down in Mexico on Saturday. We were both playing pretty well, and it's it's obviously it's a measuring stick type thing. Like he's the number one player in the world. You want to play well side by side with him, mm-hmm. and so so that kind of stuff can just get you a little bit more amped up and. You put a lot of pressure on yourself in this game, so it's um, for me. I just I want to be able to to do the things that I know I can do, and a lot of the time with golf, you don't, unfortunately. So, like, but, if you're paired with somebody who's known as a really long hitter, you you don't want to get them. Go, oh, well, watch. Like, this. look at this guy here on the screen right here. Let's let's <laughs> let's, let's observe, analyze this swing. Let's okay, this all got jorts or not? Yes or no? He's got These Happy Gilmore stance. <laughs> <laughs> well, that looked good. <laughs> Yeah, so what was wrong it. with that? Everything, correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could go with everything. He says, yes, everything. <laughs> everything. How distracting, it, how distracting is, is it, you know, when somebody, you know, everybody's around the hole and they're yelling out, you know, Baba Booey and Dilly Dilly and just dumb things. Is it distracting? Uh, or you put I, it out. I, I don't really mind it. The, the noise and stuff is not something that bothers me. Some guys get bothered by it. Um, is that I, like a generational thing? I feel like the older guys aren't weren't used to that, and they get they're more prone to get upset with it. And all the newer guys kind of just take it in stride, like that. You know, yeah, it's a little bit. I think I would say it's a little bit of a generational thing. Um, I mean, that's just the way that the game's going. It's it's a little bit more fun. There's more people showing up to tournaments. Um, you know, you got a tournament like Phoenix where it's just a huge party the whole time, and they get two hundred and fifty thousand people there on Saturday. And uh, and all anybody's doing is drinking and hanging out and having a good time. So that's and that's the model that we're kind of moving towards is a little bit more fun, uh, mm-hmm. more like bring your buddies out. This is a fun activity. Less but you'll have a good time. Yeah, you'll have a good time while you're doing it rather than, you know, the old traditional. You got to be really uptight and and watch on your best behavior type thing. Um, that being said. Like it gets a little vicious at Phoenix as well. So oh, I know what I don't know if you're specifically talking about one clip that made its way online of what a spectator said. Do you remember that, Riz, when it first happened? Yes. When they said that you participated in a certain activity with their mother? Yes. Oh yes. boy! Like scrapbooking. That's a good one. We cannot play that, but yeah. yes, um, somebody yelled that. Was I that believe specific? that might have been one of my buddies. Wasn't that your buddy? I think so. <laughs> they were all there that weekend, yeah. and yeah, immediately fantastic. that started was, flying around. And I'm can like, you oh believe, boy! And, and you were you, you were teeing off. 
I was. It was right after I hit my uh, second shot on ten on Saturday, and I think I was. And that was his second buddy. to last. I, 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 buddy, it might good. have been. I'm not sure. Let's it might have been because what are the odds <laughs> of you two being in the studio? <laughs> yeah. huh? Allegedly. Well, yeah. And so Allegedly after that was. happened, I told uh, Phil Mickelson the story. I said, "This is what happened while we were out there today," and he just looked at me and he said, "Well, did you?" <laughs> <laughs> Is it true? So certain activities with his mother, huh? Yes, yes. And did you? They went roller skating together. They made some T-shirts out of that too. You guys probably did. They really? Yeah, you guys probably need one of those T-shirts. That is awesome. Can you make that in tank top form? Because these guys don't wear sleeves on Tuesdays. By they was it the PGA Tour made those T-shirts? It was not a PGA Tour sanctioned. Yeah, merchandise. But by the way, don't don't typed in steal my mom's shirt because things show up on Google that. You should not look at it at work. No. no. For work. What should I not put in there? You know, a lot of people, I'm just watching some of the local coverage here, you know, of the PGA Championship, which is right down the street. I mean, it's not far from here. And they got, you know, the area pretty much cordoned off for you guys. Um, oh, the parking situation is is, is awful. Mike, take a shuttle here. These are, when you guys are not there for 51 weeks, just regular clubs where people go to play. Mm-hmm. Crazy. They're not built for... Such a big event like this. This is a you know a, 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 the hundredth championship. I mean, this is a huge event. Yeah, I think the other, only other big event at Bell Reeve, I think, was a senior stop, and it was 10, 15 years ago, probably something like that. So this is huge, and like you said, it's the hundredth as well. So work. What, what are the uh, what is everybody saying about the course? So far, really good things. Um, I mean, it's it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit slow right now. It's pretty soft. The fairways are soft. The greens are soft. Um, I know they're going to try to firm it up and speed it up. This obviously, this weather isn't going to help. But mm-hmm. uh, the the layout, I'm only hearing good things. And I've only played nine holes so far, so I've only seen the back nine. But um, so far, I really liked it. Were you out with them, Dave? Yes. Yeah. We. So going back to what we were saying earlier about how it actually can be tiring just to get out there and walk. Granted, we are Southern California guys, so. For me, if you sprinkle in a little bit of humidity in any situation, I'm I'm not going to do well. <laughs> but Mark and I walked uh, the back nine yesterday with with Brendan, and at the end of it, you can actually go onto our Instagram account for uh, member guests, and you can see a picture of us in the grocery store. That's probably I mean we've sat in a car for 15 minutes at this point. We've had some air conditioning, but if you look in my eyes in that picture, I do look like. I don't have a soul anymore. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so tired from just having been out in the yeah, heat there and for humidity. Five minutes. I I think I drank Gatorade. Big ups to Gatorade. I drank probably one per hole over the course of the few hours we were out there. I never peed. <laughs> and by the time like I'm, we're, we've got this picture where we're holding beers because we're gonna like uh, record a podcast later uh-huh. that day. We're both holding beers. And I just look dead inside. <laughs> it's just because uh, of the heat soulless. and humidity. And I haven't even like I haven't swung a golf club. I haven't done anything. All I've done is walk around on the on the course for ha- for nine holes mm-hmm. for half a round, and I'm just worn out, like absolutely destroyed. And and Phil Moon, I'm on your point where I do consider myself a decently in shape person. Yeah. And I still was exhausted. Yeah, dude, I, I, I need to go to your place that yeah, you're talking about. Mentality. We're soft. We're soft. Man. My That's what my it is. first my first gig ever. I was. 14 years old, probably. I was a caddy. Oh, man. I lasted like three weeks. Three <laughs> weeks in this weather, carrying carrying bags, 18 holes, you know? And the guy did give me a four, $4 tip after 18 <laughs> holes. I was like, bye. This is the wrong place to be. But, <laughs> dude, I can't imagine golfing out in this weather. And I got good friends that uh, they went out to, to actually to Arizona and did, um, I guess it's like a course, I'm like a college kind of type course where you get uh, certified and some other stuff and they teach you golf. 
and they were working out at these uh, these country clubs, and they came back and they played golf every day, every other day out in this weather. I don't get it. I don't I don't know how you can enjoy that. Yeah, you know, I'm, like I'm a soccer player, so especially with humidity, like sometimes when you have to play a show and you have to play a guitar. And it's your your fingers feel like kind of fat and swollen, yeah. and it hurts. Like you got out of bath. It hurts to hold a cord for too long, and you're just like, oh, this I sucks. hate that. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you just shred away, though. You just shred away. I shred inside. Yeah. In in your head, yeah. In your head, you're thinking, do I light the, the guitar on fire early, uh-huh. or do I just have to like keep shredding? Yeah. And you keep shredding. You know what? I keep shredding. I shred away. You're a professional. Shred I shred until my fingers bleed. I've got to keep going. I shred until I could shred no more. That's my. <laughs> The good news about motto. about playing guitar or any type of a rock show is hopefully if you're doing it right, you don't have to think too much, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of consequence for any mistakes that are made, and you can just move on and play the next night. When you've got to do like when you got to go out and play golf and concentrate in that weather, and you're already you have like a heat headache and you're already miserable, yeah. like, and then there's a this feedback loop of it's starting to suck because I'm already not concentrating, not thinking well, mm-hmm. and it's awful. Like I don't. You should have found another job, Brendan. That's, that's the point there. <laughs> yeah, I, I people agree. Don't, I don't well, trade. <laughs> people, people don't respect the. You can get there. in your own head. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah, it makes everything really, really hard. Um, you should join I think way too band. Much. Uh-huh. I, I would much prefer that. We've <laughs> already got a name, by the way. It's Thin Rizzy. I like it. <laughs> and we only play encores. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's one song, and then we go off every other song. We come back on. How does it start? It starts with 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 uh, uh, one song. Yeah, we already and know then, what song it is too. It's taking care of business. Uh-huh, taking care of business. Let <laughs> me say good night, everybody. But is taking care of business technically a one song set, or is that itself an encore? Uh, no, it's it's one song, it's and then we leave, and then we wait okay. for you know the thunderous you know. Or what if we came out? One more song. We came out, and everybody said yeah, and then we walked off, and then waited for the cheers again, and then came on. Mm-hmm. That would be considered an encore then. We just walk so on stage like, and don't like play a single note. It's like a 25-song encore. <laughs> Where every time we come back, we walk off and come back. That's Thank it. Thank you. You're going to And then we play Mbop every time we come back out. Now, so. stop that, Jeff. We're being serious. Oh. <laughs> so I say we start big, then go small. So we start. We, this, is, this is a total new business model. We start in the arenas and then go down to the small clubs. And I bars. like it. I like it. Work Nobody's back. ever tried that before. Work backwards. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so you can't say it doesn't work. Start stadium. Nobody's ever, yeah. So we'll start stadium, and we'll break up during the first song, and then yeah. everything's a reunion show. Our first, that. our first album is called Back Again. It's the reunion album. So uh-huh. <laughs> the greatest the reunion hits. farewell Again, tour. Great, greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> this is a business model that's never been tried before. So you can't say it does not work. That's right. All right. Speaking of bands, so what's going on with Lincoln Park? I'm sure that's uh, that's the question that you're asked the most. That's the easy question. So what's the easy answer? <laughs> yeah. No. Th- I mean the the bad answer, but it's also actually the honest answer is we don't we don't really know we we haven't figured it out and we're still in that process like the the five of us are are really close um, we talk all the time we get together and hang out but we're not a hundred percent of the place of figuring out what we want to do or how we want to do it next mm-hmm. and so I Mike has been doing the most press obviously with with his solo album having just come out and. Behind that, I think I'm probably doing like the second most. So, mm-hmm. I I have that same answer. Whether it's like my dad asking, or whether it's you know you're hanging out and doing a more of a public thing, the easiest, crappiest, most honest answer is like we we're kind of figuring it out. We don't really know what we're doing. Well, nobody's so. put any pressure on you guys. Like, hey, I need an answer by you know this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's no 
playbook for us for how to move through that. I mean, there's other bands that have gone through awful circumstances, awful events, and figured out how to rebound in that, their own way. But as we're moving through it, you know, with with our set of people, you just kind of have to figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. And also, like, grief is a weird thing in that different people are feeling different things at different times, and it can change. You know, you can go through periods where you're, you kind of feel like you've moved through a certain way, and then somebody else might be in a different spot with how mm-hmm. they're feeling or what they're dealing with, and then you might invert and flip. Like, Yeah, there's no formula to it. Yeah, and so... We're trying. We we know we want to do things in the future. We know we still love doing music together. We, I love being with those guys. It's a great time. Our families are all intertwined. Our kids mm-hmm. love hanging out with each other. Like, there's so many components of that beyond just playing music mm-hmm. that go into it. So, I'm super excited and hopeful for what we might be able to figure out down the line. But if there's a hundred steps, we're still at kind of like step one, step two of, of figuring out how that process. Moves. What are some of the things, you know, the Lincoln park fans are saying, you know, I, I am really thankful that when I look on like my social media or in the larger part, even like Lincoln park, social media things, the fan base has been so ridiculously supportive. That I feel like there's so much goodwill and that's like in a space, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, whatever, those spaces sometimes can get kind of so yucky mm-hmm. and gross. And to see so much positivity and support for us and so many people that are really expressive of, you know, not only what the music may or may not have meant to them in their life, but also supportive of us in the sense of like, you guys figure out what you want to do and how you want to do it. And when you do, you know, we're going to be there for you. And that that's really special to hear. And I think that all of us, you know, especially the guys who are on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've really appreciated that from the fan base. Would there be any talk of getting somebody to sing with you guys? I, w- I would never say replacement for Chester. You, you can't say that. You can't say the word replacement, but to sing with you or accompany you guys. Yeah, I don't. And how would you go, How would you even start that process? It's, yeah, the, that's that's the tough thing. You know, it's it's easy. it's easy for myself to say. It's easy for anybody to say you know, when are you guys going to do something? Like, we want more Lincoln Park. Like, I, I love that idea. Uh-huh. You know, but if you have any great ideas on how to move towards that, like, yeah. I'm all ears. You know, I'm, I'm open to um, however that might look or whatever that process might be. And at the same time, I, I'm i I'm not thinking of it, or at least at this stage. Ask me again tomorrow that the answer might be 100% different. I'm not in the mindset of how do I go out and find mm-hmm. another Chester. Like, I'd... One, because... You can't. You can't. He he was talented and a monster vocally beyond belief. Mm -hmm. There is what he could do that people have heard on record, and then there's stuff that he could do that he never did on record or that people aren't aware of that, you know, friend groups knew of him and knew kind of where that was at. And it's just, he was unique in that regard. And also also from a personal standpoint, like, we're not... That's not... It doesn't feel... Uh, creatively interesting or exciting to just be like, let's find, you know, that piece to fit into this, you know, a square peg to put into a square hole. That doesn't, it doesn't feel exciting at this point. Mm -hmm. So however that looks, like if we're doing live shows and we're figuring out different ways for, for those older songs to be represented, um, there's a, a ton of different ways we could potentially do that. Who knows 
how we approach it. Are there songs that are done already that may come out with uh, with him on it? We, I mean, every album we did, we've we recorded, I mean, upwards of 80, 90-ish demos at times, and at, all at completely different forms of completion to get to, you know, a 12, 13-song album. But there are, I don't, I think as we moved through all that stuff, we always gravitated and finished what we felt were the best tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no plan to, to go through and release that. A lot of that stuff, too, over the years has been released on, like, the LPU fan club CDs right, right. and those kind of things. Like, the, the hardcore fans are very familiar with that process and very familiar with those early demos. And a lot of that has no singing on it. A lot of it has Chester on it. A lot of it has Mike doing demos of what mm-hmm. Chester would sing on it. They're kind of all over the place. But I, at this stage, no, we're not. Would it, would it feel weird to take vocals from another song to put it on a new song? Um, yeah, I'd probably feel mm-hmm. weird. I, again, I, I think I would be open to trying it. I, I'm, I want to be, even with like the podcast and it's a bad analogy, but I, I'm at a stage right now where I want to be creatively open to trying, you know, whatever might feel, uh, fulfilling or fun or exciting or enriching. So I don't, my knee jerk reaction to that would be like, nah, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But then I, you know, I kick in like, you gotta, get a follow your own bullshit and you gotta listen like, i'm sure i'm sure one day uh i'm sure one day you wake up and you feel like oh th- i feel one way and then the next day you just feel a total different different way oh you know th- today i feel like we could get lincoln park back together right now and go on the road mm-hmm. and the next day is like maybe this is it, something we shouldn't do there are days when that happens like hour to hour you know or minute mm-hmm. to minute at times where things flip really quickly and and kind of how you're feeling for sure well let's talk about the podcast it's called member guest it, it's Mark, it, it's Brendan Steele, it, it's Dave, and you guys are going to record today. I know, by, by the way, your, your last podcast you put out had Mike Shinoda yeah. uh, from yeah. Lincoln Park on it. Yeah, we had him uh, in season one, and then we released again just this past uh, Thursday. Oh, so this past Thursday. Season two. So Mike is our first, we call him a member member now, mm-hmm. or a guest mm-hmm. member. Guest, guest member. member? A guest member. We always... We have trouble with the nomenclature on what to call ourselves. <laughs> Member or We guest. love titles. I love titles. I am a lord. I don't know if you know that. But when we had Mike back, at the end of any podcast, the guest becomes a member. And so we're, ah. we're, we're, we're a little bit understandably confused as to how to refer to Mike now that he was a repeat guest. So Mike Shinoda is a member of member guest. We call him a big member. A big member. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys are going to record today. Do you guys prep for it or do you just kind of go in and just let's just chat? We definitely do some prep. I, I do some prep. I don't know. I'm pretty professional in that sense. I don't know about these guys. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a preview of what you guys are going to record today. We we actually, like, we do prep on whoever the guest is that we're going to have in, but we don't have specific topics that we want to talk about. We, we want it to be like this where we're just kind of guys Rapping. hanging out mm-hmm. and wherever it goes, it goes. If the guest has more questions and stories and different things that's better we don't want it to be more interviewee it's, it's supposed to just be like guys are hanging out having a yeah. beer after a round of golf after you know whatever they're doing and just be very sort of relaxed and, and casual so we do prep to to make sure that everybody knows who's coming in and, mm-hmm. and what they're all about kind of thing because we don't necessarily all know the people that we're going to talk to. Normally, it's it's friends of at least one of us that we are pretty close with, but right. um, we don't necessarily all three have a relationship with that person. So we have to do some prep on that mm-hmm. on that side of it for sure. 
I think both of us in Moon, maybe you can speak to this as well. I, having done a ton of press over the last 15, 20 years, I don't think I'd be a very good interviewer uh, at any regard. However, I do know what I don't want to do in that kind of situation. I know the questions I don't want to answer. I know the que- like I know the vibe that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And so even with the podcast from the get-go, I we we kind of always wanted it to be something that sits outside that realm. You know, it, it's easier to just hang out, like mm-hmm. do a little bit of a longer format, be able to kind of relax in that and talk and really get to know somebody in that environment mm-hmm. as opposed to like Moon, Moon, you're gonna be on with them. How'd yeah. you get? How'd yeah. you get? First thing, how'd you get the band name? I'm bringing some beers. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, well, how about this? Yeah. I'm gonna ask you boxers or briefs. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. is, he is trained to be a karate master. That's right. I'm a yellow belt. He is a yellow belt and yeah. training to be that's uh, something karate you find master. out outside of the normal questions. Which, uh-huh. which level is yellow? Seconds. That's, 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 uh, <laughs> no, that's actually twelve and under. <laughs> Do you start at? As, you start at white. You yeah, start yeah, white belt. You get yellow. Hey, we just started, guys. Can you get degrees in white? Can I be like no, a you get stripes. Hey, don't <laughs> forget this week is your turn to bring Capri Suns for everyone. Uh, his, mom dro- his mom drops him off at the strip mall and he takes uh... karate. Karate, yeah. I drive right. myself and it's very enjoyable. <laughs> don't get your outfit dirty. <laughs> hey, guys, I drive myself. <laughs> it's a gi. I can stay out as long as I want, you guys. The beginning, when we just saw Moon this morning, the first thing he told us was like, oh, I was doing... You know, I haven't been able to do karate because I got a concussion. Like, yeah. I been, no, I haven't been able to do karate with my kids because I got a concussion. And obviously, the first thing was like, did one of the kids just knock you out? <laughs> it was a roundhouse by an eleven-year-old girl. I no, think way more kid. masculine. I got hit in the, in the head with a softball. She's not supposed to do the crane kick. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing full combat? I mean, what does it matter yeah, if you have a concussion can, or not? You can fight. Oh, dude, I'm not supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be running around or active with. Concussion protocol. You're uh, also not supposed to be punching children. That's a good uh, point. Yeah, but yeah. He's like Kramer from Seinfeld. Slow motion. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks he's like, Kramer actually. Kramer from Seinfeld. He, he's the third tallest in the class, too. Uh, so that's funny. <laughs> We're all at the same skill level. <laughs> Ask him what day it is. He said it's spaghetti. <laughs> Concussion protocol. Well, listen, thank you guys for coming in. The first guests under our belt. Yeah! Yeah! So we'll have the uh, plaque presentation outside. Update your resumes. And uh, yes, I got I got to say something real quick to Dave, just uh, with with Lincoln Park, and I and I could talk for hours and hours about what you guys. Oh, we know. Yes, you can. Shut we know. Up, Anything. Guys. All right. <laughs> Uh, I could talk for hours about what you guys did for for Story of the Year and Greek Fire and all, all the bands I've been a part of, um, including Goldfinger. Just in how um, in how I approach music and touring and even talking to opening bands, you guys really did set like a bar and a precedent for all, all of us and all that. But as a fan and as someone that's been inspired um, as a fan and a musician of Lincoln Park, when you're talking about new music, I think you guys have the greatest fan base ever because you have been trusted. Like, you know, like your fan base trusts that you're not going to do anything to capitalize on something from from hybrid to Meteora to Minutes to the newer stuff. You guys didn't do the same record each time. You pushed it every single time. You made people feel weird about it at first, you know, and then they go, wait a second, this is awesome. This is ahead of the curve. And I think because of that and the career that you guys have set up for yourself, everybody trusts that you guys are going to do what's right. So whenever that happens, however it happens, Everybody's on board. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. of course, I'm not speaking for everybody, but I bet you, speaking for 99% of all Linkin Park fans and alternative music fans in general, you're one of the few bands that people actually trust to just do what's best for the band and the fan. You want to push the limit? Next Linkin Park record, all polka. 
not I'm not. I'm, I'm open to it. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Hey, he's not opposed to it. Tomorrow, I don't you know. know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, and I hope you, and I, hey, I know you guys, you. yeah, I know you yeah. guys well enough that that, uh, that you know that and you have the relationship with your fan base. We've, we've gotten, it's happened a lot recently, and I take it, I take it almost as the highest compliment I feel like we could get or that I could get is we've seen people complimenting our fan base. Yeah. Which is so... It's something that I've seen for years and years. And whenever you accept an award, everybody says our fans are the best. It's almost like you have to say that, you know, whether that's a band or whether it's a solo artist. But I really do. Not that you could ever have a fan competition, but I feel like our fan base is special. And it's special in the sense that it's kind yeah, and, and supportive. And there's a huge chunk of that that is really they're flexible with what they give us permission to do. Mm-hmm. And they do. They trust us in in a weird way, and I we feel like uh, the burden of that responsibility that that we hopefully have earned that, and that we hopefully will keep that trust in what we do moving forward, and not just in what we're doing in in music, but also like what we're doing and and who we're trying to be as people. And as corny as that sounds, like I I want to be I want to be a good musician, but I also want to be a good dad, and I also want to be a good friend, and I want to be. A good person to be around. I want to have a positive effect and impact moving forward, and I want that to resonate in what I'm doing in music. I want more kindness in the world. I want more of that to exist in social media. I want you know that these are all things that are important to me personally. Yeah. And so, when I see or when I hear anything about back on a, onto the the fans, it, it's something that I see there as well, and I I, I think it's awesome. I really yeah, really it's love true, it. man, and it's earned. It makes a difference. Well, good luck with everything you guys are doing, Brendan. Good luck with the uh, with the tournament. And Brendan's going to win this week, Sweet. no pressure. Yeah, Brendan Steele. <laughs> Competing in the PGA Championship, uh, Dave and Mark with the podcast. Thank you guys very much. Download member guests. They're doing a new episode today with this guy to my right, uh, Moon, as one of the guests. But listen to it anyway. Hey. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to it. I you have to mention to my name minimum four times. <laughs> <laughs> Love a counter. Little four times. <laughs> you see what I got to deal with? <laughs> Zero. Okay, moving on. Next. I mean, that's. I mean, if they don't submit their picks, it's a zero, right? Market zero. I mean, I don't know. We got guests. I know we're chatting up the guests outside. We got work to do. You like me to go get them? I'll go get them. Oh, do we just market zero? I say we market Market zero. zero. Why not? You're not in here for your picks. I mean, I, I listen. We've got, we've got, we've got guests here. I get that, but. This this is this uh, is listen, work. This is work. We're, we're at work, doing guys. work. We're at work. We gotta pick real or fake boobs. I can't say that sleeves are for work because we're 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 at work here. We're doing things. All right. I'm gonna pro- do it. I'm playing it. <laughs> Don't make me do you it. I'm gonna play, play the intro. You play that, Riz. Jeff, you better run outside and get them because I'm gonna mark at zero if I start doing my picks. All right, folks, here we are. Real or fake? It is week number five in our competition. 
Sponsored by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet and by Scarlet's Cabaret, where uh, King Scott will be stripping down to a thong and dancing to two songs very, very soon. I thought today I could announce the date, but I guess we're, we're not there yet. Where is Moon? He's still out there in the hallway. Okay, sorry. Does he realize that Mark you know, we're, zero. Sorry. we're doing this stuff? Yes, he does. Listen, sorry. You explained that we're making our real or fake picks, and I may mark it zero. Sorry, go mark it zero then. No, he's running Just mark now. it zero. You were that close to being marked zero. It was almost market zero time. Stop it. No, not stop you it. You stop it. It's a very serious competition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. One point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. You lock it to two points if you're right. Zero points locked at if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. So here we go. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. And as it stands right now, Patrico, solo style, king of cans, 11 points. Mm-hmm. Moon's got 10 points. I've got 8 points. Jeff, King Scott, 7 points. All right, here we go. A description of photo number one, please. Photo number one, we've got uh, black and gray checkered bra here. Uh, kind of a shot up. The angle's a little different mm-hmm. here. Uh, but uh, huge giant cans right up in your face. A straight-up booby mug shot here. Again, the angle just a tad different to yeah, throw us off just a little bit. Yeah, they're, they're squeezed in there. And that's a nice bra, too. Really yeah. is. That's a going-out bra, guys. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. All right, I will cast the first pick for photo number one, and I'm going real. Real for photo number one. Tones. You could put me down as real as well. Moon. I went uh, real good for her. Jeff. Real. And King Scott. I went real as well. All All real for photo number one. Photo (laughs) number two. Photo number, photo number two, a lovely lady here laying uh, uh, what I believe is on some sort of bed with some leopard sheets. Uh, this this bikini or bra or whatever this is is busy as hell. There's a lot of different designs that are going every which direction. It is tough to tell what is happening. I do, I do too. Um, th- again, all over the place with this one as far as design-wise. I don't know if that distracts the eye or not, but a great photo. Love it. Yep. Yeah. She laying down? Oh, she's for sure laying down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not standing in front of a tapestry. No, 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 no. Right. I don't believe that's some sort Legit of drapery. Could be with that top, too. Uh, Moon, photo number two. These are quite tricky. Quite tricky. And I ended up going good for her. Real. Jeff. Real. Tones. These were tough for me, but uh, I always went my default here. When something's super tough, I go real. King Scott. Well, to um, everyone else's pick, I went real as okay. well. And I went real for photo number two. All right. And finally, photo number three. Photo number three, we've got some uh, pizza emojis here <laughs> blocking out some, some goodies. And uh, another heavily tattooed <laughs> lady who has... Uh, again, I don't know if these are the ladies. So we got pepperonis on our pepperonis. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we got peps on peps, peps on peps, and uh, I don't know if this is this is our web guy or if this is the ladies that have now gone the route of censoring their tattoos, which makes it more difficult, not as difficult. Picture. I don't know. Uh, fantastic photo, lovely lady. I don't. I think she's laying down. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, what a fantastic photo. So is that a name across her belly? Like, I don't know, uh, or a design. Tattoo? I'm going to assume it's Rizzuto across her. Belly. Uh, that's it. It's Rizzuto. Oh it's Rizzuto goodness. across her, her her belly there. 
And as uh, I would assume, she got tattooed there. I love pizza. That makes sense. I love pizza and I love boobs. So this is a great photo. All right, your pick for photo number three. Uh, I've gone real here. Real. Jeff. I've gone real fake. So fake? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. Well, you should be happy. Uh, I have gone fake. Oh, damn it. Now you're in trouble. <laughs> I know. Moon. I went good for her fake, although I didn't, oh, I didn't go back boy. and <laughs> King Scott. Well, Patrico, if this makes you feel better, I, too, went fake with everyone else. I'm screwed. Patrico was on Real Island. Great. For photo number three. It could be uh, you extending your lead. It could be you falling back in line with Moon. Great stuff. For photo number three. Well, it really all comes down to our locks, our most confident picks. Two points if correct. Zero points locked out for the rest of the week if wrong. So we start with King Scott. Your most confident pick, your lock of the week. My most confident one would be number one, real, or lock on that bad boy. Lock on that bad boy. (laughs) I would like to lock on those bad boys number two is real. Okay. Lock. I have locked in real number one. Ooh. Number one. Wow. I would like to change my answer <laughs> for a dollar. Uh, Moon, your lock of the week. Not super confident for anything this week. I went real number one. And Tones, your lock of the week. Jeff, don't worry, buddy. I've locked in real number one as well. I know you jerk face you when we talked last night you were like i'm going real lock number two that is incorrect i don't (laughs) talk to you all right so there they are there are our picks it's up to you guys so we all locked in on one except for you (laughs) oh except for you i will have the big reveal friday before we get out of here thank you ladies thank you so much for you sending in your pictures yes we love you all 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Make your picks. Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Anybody uh, uh, know the name Sean Weiss Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks franchise? Yes. He was the goalie. Oh, yeah. He's the goalie, right? He was the Goldberg goalie. The goalie. Goldberg the goalie. Well, he was arrested for public intoxication in Northern California. He was arrested at 12.47 a.m. This happened on Saturday. And old boy, the mug shot. We had a mutual film. And I actually played roller hockey with him once. Oh, really? Yeah, he played goalie. Was he good? Uh, yeah, he was all right. Should go top. Was shelf. this was this this was post movie? Yeah, that's awesome. This was just around that time, actually. Where, was everybody like just hounding him? Uh, no, everybody was kind of ch- everybody was kind of chill. Really? Everybody was pretty chill. Yeah, it was it was you know hockey on uh, on rollerblades. I w- I could imagine like if I would have scored on Goldberg, I'd have been like in your face, Goldberg. 
Mark, where are you at, movie goalie? Honestly, I was like a <laughs> freshman or sophomore in high school. Oh, I definitely would have. I would have definitely been I right really up in really didn't think it was a big deal. I honestly, now really? looking back, I was like, ah, oh, man, cool. Right. But looking at his mugshot, oh, my God. Up He's on my the blog, age. there's a side-by-side of it. So I, we're I the honestly, same age. He's th- he's thirty nine, and he looks like he's in his in, in his fifties. He really does. I yeah. honestly thought that this was his, a twin or somebody that looked like him. And I think the last time he got arrested, we pulled up his mugshot, and you said he's not in good shape. This is not good for him. Mm-hmm. And here he is. And uh, speaking of being arrested before, he was sentenced to ninety days in county jail last year for meth. This happened in Burbank. And at the time, his rep was saying, you know, he he's hit rock bottom. He's going to try to stay clean and sober. And when he gets out, uh, he was arrested for stealing $151 in merchandise from Fry's Electronics uh, earlier in July as well. And two days after his arrest, he uh, pled no contest to petty theft on that one. Uh, again, 150 days in jail. So, obviously, he's got a problem. Yeah, it's a guy that needs help. Yeah. And outside of the franchise that was Mighty Ducks, he, he's done a couple other things. He's done Freaks and Geeks. Uh, King of Queens, and, ladies and gentlemen, the Tony Danza Show. Oh. Samantha. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping. I was hoping. I didn't want to get my hopes up, but I did. What a mess. The uh, former bassist for uh, Three Doors Down, Todd Harrell. Harrell, yeah. Harrell is uh, facing even more jail time for apparently asking someone to mail him drugs while in jail. Which... You cannot. I don't think you're supposed to while you're in jail. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's facing a felony charge of, quote, introduction of narcotics in a correctional facility uh, for receiving six strips of a drug called Suboxone. Oh, that's stuff that's supposed to wean you off heroin, I believe. You would think being in jail would wean you off of heroin. I believe that's supposed to help with uh, withdrawals. Really? I'm going to look that up. And this Suboxone. Sub-O-X-O-N-E. And it looks like it could add on seven years to his uh, to his term there. Oh. Yeah, he was already in jail for a variety well, of charges. Well, this is off heroin. Yeah. Uh, convicted uh, felon in possession of, uh, of a weapon and domestic violence. I think this this one last time, his wife called him saying uh, she was getting beat up. And when the cops showed up, there was they saw drugs and they saw guns, which as a felon he can't own. So ah, it says yeah. here it's used to treat opioid addiction, heroin and narcotic painkillers or common opioid drugs. Uh, it also is used to treat pain. But mostly it is used to combat opioid addiction. Uh, you guys really like locked in? Are you married to this Dave Bautista being Drax the Destroyer? Yes. yes. Well, uh, you may be sad very, very soon because he is one. He is the most vocal supporter of James Gunn. And James Gunn, is, you know, all of his problems with the old tweets and everything, mm-hmm. getting fired uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess it's part three. And Dave Bautista says, no James Gunn, no me. I think he'll be back. Well, he's contractually obligated to be back for number three. Uh-huh. I think what he's saying is if he doesn't, if they don't use James Gunn's script, script. Yeah. if they don't use his script, he's out. Uh, quote, I'm going to ask them to release me from my contract, cut me out, or recast me. I'd be doing James a disservice if I didn't. So we'll see what the decision is there. Hayden Panettiere, ladies and gentlemen, now single. Oh, she broke up with the oh, Klitschko guy? Yeah, Vladimir uh, Klitschko. They have, they have a kid together, and they've chose, chosen to. They never actually got married. They were engaged. They had a kid. Wait, you mean they had sex out of wedlock? Yes. You got to be I don't know me. if we can mention oh, that. Gross. But yeah, they did. 
uh, and uh, they were engaged, but they did break up. They're co- they have a, a daughter named Kaya, K-A-Y-A. This is what's interesting. They're going to co-parent, but Kaya is primarily with her dad and his family in Europe and in Florida. So she's not with the kid mostly? Huh? According to what I read this morning, actually yesterday, primarily with dad. And then today I read this morning, just real quickly, that she's already dating somebody. Like, here's mm. the guy that she replaced Klitschko with. Is he this still guy. boxing? That uh, I don't know. That I don't know. Let's hmm. look her up. Uh, in January 2017, uh, she opened up and she's t- about her battle of postpartum depression. She even went to rehab to, quote, be a better mom. So uh, they'd been dating since 2009. And speaking of breaking up and getting a divorce and those sorts of things, Angelina Jolie, uh, we've always heard her side of this whole thing with Brad Pitt uh, divorcing him. And there was a, an instance to where, you know, hey, this happened. It was an event that happened. It made me want to leave Brad, that sort of thing. Well, apparently she is quite the piece of work when it comes to this divorce. Her lawyer, Angelina Jolie's lawyer, is getting ready to quit because she's so, quote, fueled with anger and has, and has gotten ridiculously unreasonable. Last month, the judge approved a new custody agreement between the two and their six children, indicating in that ruling that Jolie is in danger of losing custody of all those kids wow. unless she just basically relaxes. She needs to chill on all this stuff. Or she could lose her kids. She's uh, she's always been considered uh, kind of wacky, huh? Yeah, yeah, very, very serious and straight-laced. and Not straight-laced, but very focused, I guess. Uh, I, it, I mean, just think of Angelina Jolie back before she became like a UN ambassador. Mm-hmm. You know, making out with Billy Bob Thornton with the vials of blood. Remember, she made out with her brother. Oh, yeah. Didn't didn't her and Billy Bob do it in a limo on the way to some award show? Yeah, that sort of thing. MTV, I think the MTV Awards or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, she's, uh, mm-hmm. she's a goofy. wild child. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rachel Ray's been hit with a class action lawsuit over her line of natural dog food because it allegedly is not all natural. Contains chemicals used in just something like weed killer. No biggie. Uh, Roundup actually has some of the same chemicals as her dog food, supposedly. (laughs) Some of that in there? Nutrish is the name of it, and uh, it's claimed to be all natural, and nope, not at all. False, deceptive, and misleading, quote-unquote, because the products actually contain the unnatural chemicals... (laughs) <laughs> Glyphosate, a potent biocide, and it's bad for you. Let's put it that way. As long as it's free range dolphin, I'm cool it's with dolphin, my dolphin and horse in it. <laughs> free range dolphin. Dogs all good. love it. Uh, this man is uh, turned 81, I believe it is, 81 years old. Uh, many awards, and he's been acting forever, about 60 years now, and he is calling it quits. Robert Redford is retiring from acting effective immediately. He says his last movie, The Old Man and the Gun, which you can see the trailer up on the blog. It looks pretty good. Looks Des- cool. Described as a crime comedy. And it's a it's an old guy who who uh, knocks off banks back in the day. And he just walks in and opens up his coat and says, I got a gun and give me your money. And I think it's, and actually, by the way, based on a true story, I think he knocked off Knocked over 17 banks and got arrested 17 times and went to jail 17 times. He didn't care. That was the thrill of it for him. Hmm. But he says, after this movie, it's over with and I'm done. And uh, quite the career, if, if he actually is done mm-hmm. at age 81. Uh, 81? I mean, he got to retire at some point. Yeah. I think he's done all he can, He does right? that Sundance, uh, Sundance Film Festival. That's his, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And, and honestly. And he said he may still direct here and there, but as far as. Full-fledged acting. And I think I said this to you in the office, Riz. For 81, he don't look terrible. No, he's uh, he's in pretty good shape. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yesterday was a good news, bad news day for Johnny Depp. I think most of them probably are. But first of all, reports surfaced that Disney is still developing a sixth Pirates of the Caribbean, even though the last one apparently wasn't great. Dead Men Tell No Tales. It was by far the worst performer, at least at the mm. box office. How many are there total? There's, there's five. Wow, really? I thought it was three. <laughs> So this new one would be the sixth, right, you said? Yes, sixth, yeah. Holy and smokes. So he's got a movie called City of Lies that he's trying to put out, and it's a, it's about the, the Biggie and Tupac murders, and it looks like it's being pulled from theaters just a month before it was actually supposed to be released. Officially, no word why. Uh, but uh, hmm. according to places like The Hollywood Reporter, suggesting that the bad press that Johnny Depp himself has been getting hmm. lately would make any sort of publicity campaign, well, anything like that, Yeah, because he put impossible. a movie out. And he's got to make the rounds. Right. Yeah, he's, he's got to go, go to, to every yeah, to every media outlet promoting the movie. And he's going to face some questions he doesn't want to probably answer. Or the movie company's like, ah, we don't want to put him in front of reporters. I think it's one of those things also. Yeah, that's true. And also how much of the conversation is going to be about the movie, how much of it's going to be about his all of his demons yes. and all that kind of stuff. That so we we'll all, shelf it. Yeah, we all know about uh, crabby birthdays, Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer for Iron Maiden, is 60. Mike Trout, 27. Charlize Theron is 43. Uh, Charlie Sheen's brother, Ramon Estevez, is 55. Uh, Maggie other Wheeler. Brother, other brother. Yeah, Maggie Wheeler, who is Janice on Friends, is 57. David Duchovny, 58. Uh, Tofen Bell, or I'm sorry, Tobin Bell, that is uh, Jigsaw in those Saw movies. He is 76. And today's Burton birthday of the day, he was a beloved sitcom character's arch rival. He was Newman on Seinfeld, and he's also the reason that all those damn dinosaurs effed up Jurassic Park. Wayne, Wayne Knight, Knight is 63 years young. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Anita Blue. Today's birthday girls entertain more people than a movie theater on a Friday night in 138 fine films, including The Bigger the Better, Riz. She's in a movie called The Fart Tsunami. Oh, what? Got to warn a guy. Also in Liquid Gold, volumes 10 and 17, in a movie called Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am. She was in I Was Young, Broke, and Desperate, So I Did It. And who can forget her unforgettable role in uh, That's Not Helping. Anita Blue, 35 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that's your crap on Celebrities. Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. Uh, this coming Thursday, I uh, join myself and Jeff Burton Hot Shots in South County. I mean, it's going on already, the uh, Bud and Burgers promotion throughout the month of August at all area Hot Shots locations. But uh, Thursday, have uh, have dinner with us. Yeah, man. South County Hot Shots, South County on Union Road, right across the street from the mall. Get yourself a... Uh, Weirdo Burger at Hot Shots comes with a Budweiser or other soft drink, 1057, and a dollar five goes to the Wonderland Camp 
which is a terrific charity. It's a great charity, and it also comes with where you're eating it. You're surrounded by hot shots, which is a great place to eat. All the TVs and all the pretty ladies and all the drinks and all that stuff. Yeah, we'll chat more about it tomorrow. I know the uh, the girls are coming in, and it's always fun when they come in because we kind of screw with them. we got a fun little game tomorrow we'll play. Was it the game that I suggested or no? No, no, we, we can't shut the do that in out. Missouri. We can't play that game in Missouri. Involved in the paper bags and the lights being out? No, I'll get we rid can't of the, do that. the fake finger. <laughs> All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to do some We're gonna, news. Jeff. Where are we going to play the point the finger game? Uh-huh. Jeff. That's all. All right, news sponsored by Club Fitness. Hey, do you, uh, you think you check your phone too much? Yes. I think I do. Do you think you check your phone too much? Spoiler, yes, you do. Even though you won't admit to it. I say, I'll, I'll at least admit to it. But according to a new survey, only 34% of people think they check their phone too much. 50% of people say they look at it the right amount. And 8% of people say they think they're not looking at it enough. Moon, do you think you check your phone too much? Oh, yeah. I think we all do. I think everybody does. How, it's how, just this is, this, this is just the amount of people that are willing to admit it. Right. How many mm-hmm. times have you been on your phone and went, Where's my phone? Like, <laughs> while you're talking on your phone. I, I've done that before. No, it's it's getting like, oh, my God, where's my phone when it's not within reaching mm-hmm. reaching distance? I had a panic attack yesterday because my it phone too. was sitting on, like, uh, you know, in your car, the little console thing that's to your right flips down. It was sitting on that, and it rolled, and it, like, slid off the back and was in the back seat, and it rolled to the passenger side, and I couldn't reach it, and I was having a panic attack. Yeah, I was I'm like, should I pull over? So I noticed, I'll, I'll, I'll notice while we're in here, everybody checks their phones. Mm-hmm. Of course. Every, even, on the, even when we're on the air, I notice it. It's happened. Noted, everybody. Noted. Uh, you do the same thing, though. While we're on the air? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's usually for business. It's quick. Stuff. But it's for it's for business things. Yeah. No, like, same, like, same for us. Yeah. I'm doing social media over here My for the Twitter last 15 minutes. My Twitter pops up and somebody's saying a question or anything like that. So, Well, other than that, though, um, I mean, when, when I'm doing it for business here and some other times at, at home, I'd put it on that do not disturb, and people like yourselves will tell me that I'm not checking my phone enough sometimes. I don't have my phone in front. My phone's to my to my left. I can't even see if it goes off. That do not I'm disturb, there. though, I think that changes. That helps a lot for it. Did I put the do not disturb on when I'm sleeping. When I do, well, when I take a nap. Well, when you're saying do not disturb, does that just mean you don't get alerted? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mine's always unless like they're that. in your view. They're like, the, they're like this one. Like if I would, there's, if I would no call buzz. Moon, it would go directly to voicemail. Oh, so not you don't mean just silent, right? Okay. No, no, and there's no buzz. You're still getting a buzz when you're on silent, mm. aren't you? Mm-mm. Mine's there's no vibration and there's no sound whatsoever. Hmm. See, with me, I can't. With me, that I would not be able to fall asleep if I had that setting on. Hmm. Why? If it's an emergency, they're not going to text you. No, but I mean, they're going to call me, and if I have it set on "Do Not Disturb," no, no, no. Okay, so you, you, uh, unless you're on your 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 VIP, but who's to say that? Okay, let's say my wife's, God forbid, my wife's driving somewhere and gets in a car accident. If they call you twice, I think it. I think if they call you you twice within a certain amount of time, it overrides that. I just don't see the need for it. Oh, I'm. I'm, I'm I I much rather. I much rather that happen. Like, if somebody needs to get a hold of me and they're going to call me, I want to wake up. Look at Mister Important over here. Mm -hmm. What do you mean, Mister Important? (laughs) I'm Mister. I'm I'm Mister. Life is more important than an app to me. I'm just going to deal with how the rest of humankind has dealt with until this decade. You know, like it's (laughs) the world's not going to end if you can't pick up your phone right then. Younger people are much more likely to say they check their phones too much. 
56% of people under 24 admit they're, they're looking at their screen too often versus just 8% of people over 65. And now, and now the funny thing is, is so like you sit there and you say, hey, uh, I don't check my phone all that much. And you go, yeah, that's fine, but you're constantly checking your email, which is the same thing that we do on our phones. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, that's what, like my dad, my dad goes, I don't, I don't, I don't look at my phone all that much. I'm like, yeah, but you're back on the computer on eBay. Mm-hmm. I can do that from right here. So while you're back there on eBay, I'm right here on eBay on my phone. As far as admitting, and I know this is another thing that other, um, I check mine too much when I'm, when I'm in the car. You know what I mean? That's something that everybody needs to not do, but everybody yeah. does. Yeah. And I, I do my best to wait until I'm stopped, but I'm still behind the wheel. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm. You you put your kids in your car and they get close to driving age, and that'll help you stop that. That's one thing me. I don't do is when my kids are in the car, the phone is in the passenger seat. I do not touch it. Well, this is about the most justified firing I could think of. There is a uh, 26-year-old guy in London. His name is Sid. And he recently got a job as a customer service assistant with uh, British Airways. But the but at the end of his training, he was uh, fired because of his man bun. Oh, okay. And the company said it doesn't fit with their uniform policy. So, of course, he's saying that's sexist. Sexist against him because, you know, they definitely let a woman wear her hair in a bun. And as far as I know, he's not willing to get rid of the bun, and he's not planning on suing. He just wants to complain. So I'm hmm, I'm sure I, if he finds the right lawyer, I know I know will work pro bono because he doesn't have a job. I know you're being you're being <laughs> funny by saying that this is the most justified firing that you can think of, but I mean, th- I mean, th- if you look at it, this guy probably does have a case. Hmm. It doesn't have to be equal. Everything is not equal. Right. Everything is not equal. Right. But when it comes to this. Sorry, our policy is that men have to wear their hair a certain way. Show, like in writing. Well, that's part of the uniform policy. It probably says men need to wear. It's like when you work at Disney. You have to look a certain way. You have to dress a certain way. Your hair has to be a certain way. If And if that's all spelled out in the, the company policy, then he's got it's, nothing. They, they have a uniform policy, which I'm sure lays out. You have to be clean shaven or you have to have your, your facial hair in a certain style, certain you know length of... Uh, Sideburns. I'm sorry. What industry is this in? What is it? Is he? A, this is, is customer it? service with British Airways. Mm. I mean, he's choosing his man bun over uh-huh. an, an income. Uh huh. Yes. Life isn't fair, guys. You can buy fake man buns. You can cut yours off, and then when you're off work, put the fake one on if you really need it. I can't go to a bar without my wallet and still get drinks free all night. <laughs> I tried to explain that to my daughter yesterday. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I, I don't know about that. This guy goes, <clears throat> he said that Life's he was told fair. by his employer that he either had to cut it, put it in a turban, or put it in dreadlocks. And he said, that I don't do it. Like, I'm not going to put it in a turban. That's not who I am. I'm not Rastafarian. I'm not going to put it in dreadlocks, and I'm not going to cut it. And they go, well, then you're fired. So they gave him options. I mean. Those aren't options. So it's it's. Dreadlocks, turban, or... Ah! <laughs> Those are both religious styles to most that wear them. Turbans and dreads. 
Yeah. Yeah. Derek's asking, why let the guy go all the way through training, then fire him at the end? Has point. he had the man button the entire? Maybe he said, "Yeah, I, at the end, I'll, 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 I'll cut it. Yeah, I'll lop it off. I'll lop. Don't worry, I'll lop it off. As soon as I sign on the dotted line, I'll lop it off. All right, here we go. I got to go to page thirty-two on this. I got the actual from British Air. I got the manual right here. Here we go. And it says men's haircuts. So, hairstyles and grooming. This is in the book. Staff handling food or drink, using machinery. That's nothing. That's nobody. Hairstyles. Spiky hair and afros worn in conventional style, neatly arranged and no longer than 30 millimeters. Mohican or punk styles not permitted. Colored hair must look natural, no obvious roots, streaks, flecks, or shading effects. Toupees keep your toupees secure and of natural color. <laughs> I have snaps they, on mine. Yes. They should suit your skin tone and be well groomed. Dreadlocks can be worn as long as they are pulled back using an approved accessory and are neat and tidy and adhere to the health and safety guidelines. Ponytails are only permitted to secure dreadlocks. Ducktails are not acceptable. Turbans are navy blue, only navy blue fabric supplied by uniform services may be used and should be worn in a traditional style. Kind of on the guy's side here, man. If you're going to allow dreads. That's, but th it lays it out right there. It says no ponytails. No, it didn't. It did. It said men's hairstyle. Men's pony, ponytails are only permitted to secure dreadlocks. Ducktails are not acceptable. So essentially, you can't even have long hair and, and, and put it back. No. Unless you have it dreaded? That's yeah. absurd. Well, what if a Rastafarian wants to work for you? That's part of their thing. Fine. What if he's not and has those? And that's absurd. Are you kidding? I Listen, absurd or not, that's the rules. I'm not Here. saying it's not the rules. I'm just saying it's absurd. Here's what's absurd, guys, is that men while in uniform are not permitted to wear fake eyelashes. Oh. That is absurd. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got guidelines on teeth. They should be cleaned. <laughs> that's like it or not, here. that's that's the rules. Yeah. I didn't say it wasn't. So when they go, hey, it's either the man bun or the or the job. Right. It's pretty laid out. Yeah, he doesn't have a case. He's got a point. Yeah, if you want to look a certain way, I guess that's you want your employees to look a certain way, that's it's your um, prerogative. This, prerogative, is, Brit this yeah. is British Airways, too? Yeah. Huh, it's kind of surprising that they would even care. I mean, that's a lot more. You fired somebody up big time, Riz. Why? Over there. Somebody just emailed over and said, so from what Riz just said, yeah. I gather he feels since not everything in life is fair, nobody ever has the right to question, push against, or fight unfairness. That's the most idiotic <laughs> thing I've ever heard him say. <laughs> Questioning and pushing against unfairness is how you can achieve fairness. Way to promote cowardice and lack of progress, sir. Signed, a logical Signed, listener. Signed, Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> I mean, they call you sir, so. Somebody said, somebody said, but women could wear the hair in a bun. I said, you know what? Not everything is equal. <laughs> hey, you know what? Fight the good fight. If this is what you, if this would, is this going to hit you, you know, what you're going to hit your card up behind? Go ahead. Listen, <clears throat> I told you, if it said something in the guidelines, then I would be on the side of the, of the airline. It does. I'm on the side of the airline. However, like Moon said, do I think it's ridiculous? Hell yeah, I think it's ridiculous. But these are the rules. If hey. I went to an employer and they said to me, hey, you can't have a beard. And then I walked in and I go, well, I'm keeping my beard. And they go, well, you're fired. Well, they, I can't get uh, mad about that. Well, they're going to go, what, only if you put eggs and wax in it and make it look like you've been sleeping in a dumpster for a while. <laughs>
Well, you better push back on that because this is how change is made. <laughs> Lighten up. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke with the bar thing. <laughs> he did not get your joke, Riz. I just, uh, apparently. I'm assuming that he did not get your joke. It is true, though, that women can go to a bar without a wallet and <laughs> still get drinks all night. Men cannot. You're setting back progress, okay? Uh-huh. You're setting back progress. So, I'm, you know, now on, I'm going to go to bars without wallets. <laughs> and you're going to be way bored mm-hmm. and real thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. <laughs> Listen, I think there are other things to, you know, fight the power on, you know? And that's the thing. He's not even fighting, right? <laughs> he said fighting. he hasn't lawyered up and he doesn't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports being brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season, bigger, better, faster. Uh, Marcelo Zuna shined against his old club last night. Got three hits in his return against the Marlins. Luke Weaver went six innings. Looked pretty good, unfortunately. Not enough. With a man on first and second down, two to one. Yadier, actually, bases loaded. Yadier Molina hit into a double play to end the game, and the Cardinals drop game one against the Marlins. Game two tonight, 6'10. Miles Michaelis gets the start. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Rick Ankiel trying to make a comeback. Last played in 2013 as an outfielder, last pitched in 2004 as a uh, relief pitcher. But uh, he pitched in something called the Bluegrass World Series, which is former pros against college players. And he pitched against one batter, looked really good, says this has been something he's wanted to do. 39 years old, making his return. So we'll see how that goes. Um, NASCAR chairman and CEO Brian France announced yesterday taking an indefinite leave of absence after he was arrested for DUI and illegal possession of oxycodone. Happened over the weekend in Sag Harbor. They found five pills on him, and his blood alcohol content was twice the legal limit. Mm. 56 years old, been the chairman since 2003. The fact that he didn't have a driver still is it's astonishing. Weird. Really weird. The fact that he's in charge of all these drivers doesn't have one himself. <laughs> Maybe he made a right turn, and the cop goes, is that Brian whoa, whoa, France? Whoa. He only turns left. <laughs> <laughs> You're only supposed to be going left, man. <laughs> he was trying to go to the right, but he just kept driving around in a circle, and they're like, what the hell is this guy doing? Uh, more than 100 Buckeyes fans gathered at the gates of Ohio Stadium on Monday night in an effort to show support for Urban Meyer, who is currently in that controversy related to domestic assault allegations against his former assistant coach. Uh, they yelled Urban Meyer. They sang the fight song. Uh, this was all put on by some guy that doesn't even live in Ohio. He lives in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. He put a Facebook event together, and they all drove up there. And he said that uh, he drove on Saturday because he felt Meyer was being treated unfairly. He said he hoped to drive draw a line between standing behind Meyer and sending a message about domestic assault. So they're not saying like, hey, what this assistant coach did was right. But what they were saying is the way Urban Meyer is being treated is not right. Is wrong. Yep. So that's that. I'm, uh, I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. it for us making way for Donnie Fandango I 
first want to thank our guests, uh, Dave from Lincoln Park, and Mark, and Brendan Steele, who's, uh, who's going to be playing in the PGA Championship this week. Yeah, he's got the morning off. And uh, download their podcast, Member Guest. Yeah, he's got the morning off. I think they announced when practice will resume over yeah. at Bell Reef. Apparently people are just standing there waiting for the uh, for the shuttles. Yeah. That's got to be a way of life for people to go to. You know, they're fans of going to golf tournaments. I mean, they got to deal with this a, sort of thing a lot. A lot of hurry up and wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's the weather supposed to be like uh, for the rest of the week? Hot and swampy. No, I think it's actually supposed to be decent. I think I actually may go down there. I think I've been convinced. Today? No, no, no. Uh, for the tournament for mm. Thursday or Friday. Yeah, I would go during like a tournament day. Yeah, we're, we're not going to. An actual day. Today, 84, 70 for the low. Tomorrow, 87, 68 for the low. Thursday, 89, 68 for the low. Friday, 91, 68 for the low. Saturday, 86, 67 yeah, for the low. Saturday, 86, it's going to feel like 87, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, watch out for the, the real Storm, feel. Storms on yeah. Saturday. I think Yikes. I might go. I was telling right there, I was like, man, golf is just one of those things that I hate only because I hate things I'm not good at. And I'm so not good at it. That I steer clear of it, but so I'm true. I'm always in awe when I watch people play golf because it just it's it's one of those mm. things like I can't paint, I can't draw, and I can't play golf. And when I watch somebody do it, it's just yeah, you amazing. Yeah, my music, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I know what you're saying though. When you watch those guys, I'm not giving you no more lessons. It's so effortless. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time. I don't do anything that well. When I see guys like that, you know, those professional It's athletes. disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You make me sick with your being good at things. <laughs> uh, events to tell you about uh, myself and Jeff, Hot Shots in South County on Thursday for the Bud and Burgers promotion. We'll be out there from 6 to 8 o'clock. Friday, Moon is at the Dirt Cheap on Gravoy from 5 to 7. Anything else? Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Just, uh, again, uh, a programming note. As far as the way the podcast sounds, we got to replace a lot of these licensed licensed songs that we normally have on the podcast. We can't have anything licensed on the podcast as far as music goes, so we're kind of moving things around. So it may sound a little funny for the time being, but it's being worked on. All right, we leave you with a uh, selection from our team Riz member of the day, shouting out Chris Nice one more time from Union. And he wants to hear this classic song from this classic band. Donnie Fandango next. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.